Hey, everybody. Today's show is sponsored by Howell.fm. That's right, Howell.fm. Start 2017 with a bang. And the entire comedy Bang Bang 2016 live tour on Howell. You can binge on 36 episodes of the United States, Australian, and UK tour featuring this week's guests, Scott Ackerman, Paul Tompkins, Lauren Lapkus, Mike Hanford, John Gabris, and many more guests. Plus, listen to the comedians remember some of their favorite moments on the road and on the stage in five best of episodes. That's over 50 hours of Comedy Bang Bang live episodes to start your year off right. To listen to Comedy Bang Bang 2016 live tour and over 200 hours of exclusive Howl miniseries, go to howl.fm slash pardo. After your first month of free trial, it's only $4.99 per month to get all this exclusive content on your iPhone, Android, and on the web. Just go to howl.fm slash pardo to get started. We are sponsored by howl.fm. We are never not funny. Here is the show. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Because it's been one of those days. You want daddy to give you the business? And you got it. Oh, I didn't expect that. No, I reject your premise. What is my name? Yeah, turn your back. I'll take a swing at you, old man. You've stunned me to silence, sir. My show, my rules. Live, on tape. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everyone, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program, episode uh, uh, 1924 of uh, Never Not Funny. We are winding this season down. We use these seasons. They're arbitrary. They're just excuses to start up and ramp up and uh, and get moving. But at, at any rate, it's episode 1924, and we're thrilled that you're joining us here as this season does wind down as our country winds down <laughs> as we uh, enter into a whole new uh, world. Uh, we'll be uh, one day from the time this episode gets released. Uh, a man will be sworn in uh, that uh, it is uh, will change our country. And we wish everybody the best of luck. Uh, he's going to make it great again. He's going. That's what we're talking about, right? Well, he's going to make it great again by, uh, by the fact that nobody will have health insurance, so everybody will have to stay the healthiest, healthiest they've ever been. So what he's doing is he's making it a healthy America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what? If you, you're, you get sick, you're insurance, you die. That's our. It's the purge. That's right. He's doing a very <laughs> subtle purge. Well, um, yeah. Get rid of the sickos. We're getting ahead of the curve. You know, let's take care of this overpopulation problem before it really becomes He's a problem. He's smart. And by the way, this is an asshole, by the way, that would probably spin it that way. Like, mm-hmm. this was a way I saw I was going to go for it. That's the worst Trump impression I've ever heard in your entire <laughs> life. It's second only to Alec Baldwin's. Now, here's the thing. Uh, we welcome you into the program. We had a lot going on over here. My friend Matt Belknap was in the New York City. Yes. Uh, in 1776. New York City. New York City. Uh, you took your uh, beautiful daughter Zoe to see this musical that uh, sweeping the nation, Hamilton. Yeah, you yeah. took her uh, to New York. You flew out on Friday. You came back on a uh, Monday. Flew flew Saturday morning, actually. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. You know, the red eyes are a mess for kids. They uh-huh. can't, can't handle that. And uh, honestly, I can't either. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm no good the next day. They ruin you the next day. Yeah. There's no question about that. <clears throat> so we left early. So instead, we woke up at 4 a.m. Yeah, on Saturday. <laughs> that's literally 4 a.m. You fly out of uh, LAX? Yeah, because the, the, you know, that's the only direct, and it's cheap you know, to go direct to JFK that way. Is that true? Would you add a JetBlue? Uh, on Virgin, yeah. Virgin American Airlines? Yeah, it was like $200 a ticket or something. It was crazy cheap. Well, that's great. Um, 
maybe a little more. Is but. Charlie at an age? Does he get his own seat? Or are you still uh, mm-hmm. trying to saddle him on a lap? No, no. He's. I mean, he's small for his age, obviously. So maybe we could have gotten away with that. Yeah, but, but you, he's, he's four. I you mean, don't want to do that. Yeah, that's really for like babies. Uh, you calling him a baby? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm calling your kid a baby. <laughs> right. That kid's a baby. Well, I'm. I guess I need to defend his honor. Uh, There's only one way to solve that. Yeah. Duel. I, I challenge you to a duel. Yeah. I've been thinking, uh, not to get back on Trump, because I'll, I'll tell my story in a second, but uh, someone needs to challenge Trump to a duel, and it's got to be Joe Biden. Like, there's no other person. <laughs> well, Joe says he'll take him behind the gymnasium and kick right. his ass. He's already halfway there. But, like, let's – let's. Like, uh, I was thinking about this. I, we went to uh, – on Monday morning, we went to Hamilton's house uh, in uh, in Harlem, and, and you know, I was just looking at stuff, and I was thinking about, God, that's – that's the only way to end this. Is Joe Biden needs to challenge Trump to an old-fashioned duel. What if he loses, though? What if Biden loses? But that's that's great because then, just like Burr, he'll then then that solidifies Trump as if he's not already solidified as the worst villain in U.S. history. That solidifies his status as a supervillain, and nobody can support a guy who kills Joe Biden. I mean, come on, that's crazy. I, be, I would imagine the same people that voted for him could support that. Then that they probably would, but at least they would be. I feel like popular opinion would hear me out yeah. duel sharpshooter off to the off to the side <laughs> hear me out well no matter what happens there would be a conspiracy but obviously biden would have to shoot. i don't want a conspiracy i'm telling you sharpshooter off to the side there's no conspiracy <laughs> but, it's but even if it didn't even if you didn't do that someone would be like yes, we're doing of, co- of course but biden would have to shoot into the sky hamilton style to maintain his honor yeah. so then it's up to trump so then if, if they both shoot in this guy, then it's that you might as well not have done it. Sharpshooter. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this is everything we're saying is for humor and the off chance that he does get shot at, uh, at the inauguration. Matt and I had nothing to do with it. I am not uh, excluding. Uh, it's a comedy show, guys. There's comedy. a chance this Elliot Garen had did have something to do with it. So, yeah, we we, we took uh, we took the, uh, the kids to, to New York, stayed with my sister. Um, she has a six-year-old son. She's still over that uh, chewing gum company that she worked for? Remember she gave us gum once? Clinique. Yeah. She works for Clinique. Well, what was the company, though? It was organic or something. Uh, she worked for, um, I don't know what that, I thought that was our guest early, but that's just some random junk call that I get every day. Um, no, she worked for, um, why, wow, why am I blanking on it? It's another Estee Lauder brand. It was a green company, organic, or... Uh, just you saying organic somehow made my brain not able to pull the real name. <sighs> Uh, or, origins origins that's yeah, it yeah so she worked for origins but it's the same office building it's the same company uh yeah and so we got to see them which was awesome i got to see my dad and my stepmom which is great and they actually <laughs> my dad being as crazy as i am bought, bought tickets to hamilton the same for the same show that we were going to and they ended up sitting four rows behind us so we got to go with them which oh, is that's little, nice that was super fun um and uh he had just seen it for the first time in december having paid like face value like a long ass time ago like he just went to the box office and he's like what can i get and they, like there was a single seat available in december like back last spring and so he had just gone and uh by the way quick side note on that he paid face value for that ticket yeah and it was a producer's uh seat which is like that weird odd seat in a 12th row center in the in the orchestra when he right before he went he checked online to see what it was worth $4,600 that ticket was going for. Oh my Let me ask you two questions. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't he sell it knowing he was going to go again? He didn't know January. he was, he didn't know he was going again. He at didn't that know. Point. Yeah. Boy, uh, oh boy. How that crazy is, is that? Let's pretend even you want to be a decent person and go, that seems crazy. 
You get three grand out of it, don't you? I mean, yeah, that's what it was going for. Who knows if anyone was actually right. paying that? But that is just who the fuck. Like I've I've spent stupid. You and I have both spent stupid money on this Hamilton by by now. But uh, forty six hundred dollars. I wouldn't spend forty six hundred dollars. I'll tell you that. And I'll tell you that right now. And I will say this, which you can agree or disagree with, since you've you've had both experiences. The mezzanine where I was sitting for this show. A hundred times better than the orchestra for Hamilton because you have a perspective. You mean in Chicago? Well, I, yeah, I was I was in the orchestra in Chicago. I'm just talking about angle on what the action on the stage. When you're in the orchestra, you can't see the floor, and there's all this crazy lighting stuff happening on the floor that you get to see when you're in the in the mezzanine. And the choreography, I couldn't really right. appreciate all the choreography when I was sitting in the orchestra because I was at eye level to it. But looking at it from above, I was like, holy shit, this is like a whole new show. Yeah, you bird's eye that show. And it was fantastic the first time, but this was like even better and it was crazy to have that zoe hated it though <laughs> she couldn't stand it she left no that's just you you walked out <laughs> halfway walked through went to have a grandpa she uh i mean it, it, this sounds like hyperbole but it was one of the greatest thrills of my life to take my daughter to this show that's great because it's the it's her favorite thing in the world yeah and, like it really uh i mean it's uh, i love it so much elise loves it so much it's such an incredible thing to begin with but to be able to share it with her uh, I, I, there's no amount is there's, you can't put a price on it. It was just, just fan, uh, amazing. So great. And, uh, and we kind of like, I was trying to see if we could like maybe after the show, get on stage and get a picture of her. Oh, she wore her Angelica dress I saw that, from, yes. her, from Halloween, her Halloween costume on stage. Were other kids uh, dressed up? No, I didn't see any other. I saw, uh, not, uh, you know, I, like probably another other dozen kids her age or a little older in the theater, but I didn't see anyone else dressed like that, like in costume, basically. And and she got a lot of comments. Everybody was like, oh, my God. So that was really cool. But I was trying to figure out, like, can we get down there? Can we get her up and get a picture of her on mm-hmm. the stage? And it was like, I guess the 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 way it works is you have to go outside and and then get in a huge line. Like they do let people go in, but there's like a crazy line at the stage door. And we're like, "Eh, I don't know. They let people go in for photos. It seemed like that's what was happening. I think that's the stage door to if the cast wants you to come back out. Yeah. Well, but the guy even said it, the usher was like, Oh yeah, you got to go out and come back. And we're like, really? You can come in. You can just walk in. So I don't know what he meant. I'm guessing he misunderstood what you said. Yeah. I I don't know what's going on. But anyway, I, I, because that's um, where the cast, like when I met Lynn, you you meet on the stage. The stage is the backstage. Well, so, but we sort of lingered around as long as we could to the point that we saw the cast on stage in street clothes meeting their families and friends. Oh, you did? Great. And it was Rory O'Malley was the, he's the king. Well, now not anymore, but was King George for the last however long. It was his last show. Um, so that was kind of cool too. But I, I got to see him like meet his family and friends on stage afterwards, which was kind of cool. But, uh, but then we were like, okay, well, Elise wanted to get a t-shirt and we were in that line. And then she was looking at a sweatshirt. They didn't have it in the upstairs merch thing. So we we're like, let's see if they have it downstairs. We go downstairs and we're literally we're the last people in the whole place. Like right. we, we were the last people in line in the. What's your dad doing there? Uh, doing? Uh, we're just we're talking about the show. Your dad's and, still there. Yeah, yeah. He, my, he doesn't yeah. think it's weird. You guys are no, uh, no. He, lo- I mean, yeah. He's, Dragon Heel. He's a big. He's a huge history buff, huge American history buff, and a huge theater buff. So like, this is so up his alley. This is it's for ridiculous. Him. Yeah. So we were just kind of relishing the moment and talking about how great it was and everything. So we go downstairs to see if they have the right size sweatshirt. And again, we're the last people there. They're closing up shop. And Elise looks over and she's like, Zoe, Zoe. We look around and Alex Lacamoire was walking 
through the lobby. Explain to the listener who Alex Lacamoire is the is Lin Manuel Miranda's arranger, and he's the musical director of Hamilton. He was the conductor in the orchestra for the first two years of Hamilton's existence. Now he now he oversees all the shows. So he was they're getting ready to rehearse for the road show um, and the touring company, and and so he's overseeing everything, and he oversaw the Chicago production. So we we're like, oh my god! And so Zoe. I couldn't believe it. She like went right up to him and she was like, hi. And like in her dress and everything. And he was like, oh, hi. Oh, wow. And then I, uh, to an extent I've never done in my entire life, geeked out like a ridiculous, like just ridiculously. I like went over and I was like, hi, my name is Madden. Oh my God. Just thank you so much for this. This is so great. And I, I heard uh, you were so great on the podcast and it was so cool to hear it. And I was, just, I was just babbling like a moron. I didn't even manage to say, oh, I was also on that podcast, by the way. Like I actually sort of very, very, very tangentially connected to this whole weird thing. You're not part of Hamilton. No, no. But I was, I was on the show that I was. I'm going to tell you something. About. I don't know what, I don't know. I know it's your daughter's favorite thing and maybe you convinced her otherwise you are not part of him i know i'm not part of that but it might have made a difference if i'd said hey i was also on the room where it's happening he would have seen you as a guy trying to pretend he's a part of hamilton <laughs> that was you the catch not. 22 there was no i i didn't want to like be no that, you could have I, I, i'm I, of course i'm busting your ass right. but uh, but, it, but it was weird either way and i kind of sensed that he like he was very friendly yes then he doesn't want the weird 40 year old guy but he was like running through the lobby trying to leave i think and like was very much like I don't know. He, I, I get the sense that he's the kind of guy just from listening to that interview. Also, he's the kind of guy that's not that comfortable. You know, he's not Lynn. He's not like, hey, like very like uh, sociable. And, did, and I'm going to say I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. He sensed that you're living a lie <laughs> and that you think you're part of Hamilton and he doesn't want to this, meet. Yeah. Yeah. The that, daughter. Sure. I'll, I'll meet the weirdo's daughter. Right. But I'm not going to meet the guy who walks around in a uh, dust wig. <laughs> not going to do that. Uh, so I failed to get a picture, which I. But again, he, it really felt like I he, was. He, he, I, I didn't. I didn't want to be that guy, even though I was already being that guy. Yeah. But I was trying to wrap it up as quickly as possible. But it would have been. Wait, awesome. wait a minute! I need a bottle. I need a bottle. I need a bottle because uh, somebody's got a, a thought on this. Oh. Oh God. Uh, well, you can use mine if you're not. Hey sick. God. Hey God. Hold tight. <laughs> oh man. This is a long way to go for a five-year-old bit. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I hear somebody at the door. Oh, wait. Uh, come in. Come in. I'll open the door. There you go. This will not be worth the payoff. Here he comes. Here comes the general. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who'd you guys talking about something over there? Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Stallone. Uh, yeah, I'm still down here and stuck in this bottle. You're still, you're still stuck in the bottle. Yeah, I mean, a bottle, a bottle oh, then, uh, then they put the bottle in the drawer. The acoustics on that bottle are getting worse somehow. Oh, is that true? <laughs> it's like blowing out the speakers. Hey, I'll move my headphones out. Maybe I could uh, figure out what's going on. Okay, well, you right, do hey, whatever you, you have to do. You talk about something while I put the headphones on. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on, I don't think we've spoken to you since, uh, since, uh, what was it called? Uh, Creed. 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 Creed was fantastic. Uh, yeah, let me, uh, let me tell you something. Uh, okay, it turns out I've forgotten how to do this impression. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the bottle The bottle part you got down. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was able to get the bottle. Yeah, that took uh, a little work. But yeah, uh, anyway, uh, but you're being that guy. I was being that That's guy. That's all I wanted to say. I heard no you guys were talking. You know, they keep me in a drawer over there. And, uh, it's weird. Like, I, I didn't want to be that guy, but I also, even before we went to yeah, the show. but you're being that guy. Well, I was being that guy. But but it's weird how having a kid changes the mentality of, like, I never want to be the guy, so I just don't, I just avoid it. But when it, when it came to the idea of Zoe going, I was like, is there a way I can get Zoe on stage? Is there a way I can get her to right. meet the cast or meet someone in the cast? Like, it would be so... 
I, I remember so vividly like meeting like being able to go backstage at a show when I was a kid and it was like made a big impression on me of course she had no interest like after the show I was like do you want to try to sneak down there she's like no no so like she, it was all my projecting what she would, would, would be right. cool for her but this like just happening to meet Alex Lacamoire was a million times cooler than any other planned thing might have possibly so been. you think <laughs> when I brought my son and we had the backstage tour well yeah you that, that, I'm, I'm kidding I'm, but that was like the fact that you got to do that was kind of in my head the also like full disclosure i did send a couple of messages out to some people just to see if anything could happen and of course i was like obvious like not only did i do it way too late for it because i i think i was kind of ambivalent about it and then i waited so long that it was probably impossible for it to happen if i may it's an, just another reminder <laughs> i are not, not part of hamilton <laughs> clearly not I've, i'm contacting people who are contacting people who are contacting right people. But uh, as and as you know, as everybody is, of course. Uh, it, yeah, there was no there was no I mean, like as soon as we were there and you see the mob scene of just getting into the theater, I was like, this is unpleasant. What do you think of that lobby? What do you, how about that lobby being lobby, the size of uh, this office? Maybe the lobby is a mess and the the just the energy. And I know that New York is just kind of like this in general. And, and I always forget that. But like. It was stressful, like I can't explain, I just, to, just, to, with you. just to walk in there. Whereas in Chicago, it was a joy. Everyone was excited. It was like this thing that was like very orderly and, and, and proper. And this was just like... I mean, it was it was nuts and 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 uncomfortable, and people were pushing people. And I, I like, know, right? You you're you're in. You had the ticket, and you got in the door. Why are you being Which an is, asshole now? By the way, that lobby, and I, it's the same comparison I make to when I ran in the marathon, where you think you're doing something special until mm-hmm. you get there. There's fifty thousand other people running the marathon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same with Hamilton. You think like you you and I like I when Danielle and I went, you, we fly from L.A. to New York. Yeah, we're going to see Hamilton. I bought tickets online for yeah. crazy money. We're going to see Hamilton, and as are these other five thousand people tonight, like yes. or fifteen hundred. That's Right. theater but yeah uh but at the th- same time and they're all yeah every i mean there there was excitement but there was also just hysteric like hysterical like mad energy that was like that really like scared me in a weird way i'm not Let me scared tell you but like they mad put yeah. me off I, you first of all you frighten easily second of all <laughs> uh they much like alex lackamore in that way <laughs> they may not have known how much you're connected to the show <laughs> they didn't they understand. may have given you a wide berth they should have they would have called giuliani over to uh, clear Ex- a wide I, berth. I expected some sort of key maybe some something you yeah. deserved it certainly yeah. yeah with the uh how much involvement you've given these uh, this show yeah uh I, you say that Chicago is comfortable. Well, those days will change once the great Wayne Brady joins the cast. <laughs> well, the thing I realized about Chicago versus New York is because Elise and I were talking about this after when we went to Chicago, it was the it was the first week. It was the third show after the previews had ended. So it was still new and everybody going to it was still like, oh, this is this new thing. Even the people in the theater, it was still a new thing for them. And so there was like a friendly and I think Chicago is generally a more friendly place anyway. But it was it was like this. The vibe was very much like we're all excited to be a part of Hamilton, mm-hmm. like the people who work there they're there i know i know i'm not a part of it i i will reiterate I, the people working there are still excited whereas the people in new york i think they're fucking over it they're like we have to deal with this a- madness every day every some day. days twice a day right and so they're just like there was literally someone outside going open your bags get your bags open for a search have your bag open when you get to the door like it was that level that was like right. that's that was the to greedy go, to go into the theater that was the, the theater yes exactly the fancy broadway theater <laughs> right. that we're going to that we spent hundreds of dollars to get into so that was that was set the tone and then everything was just like mm, jostling and yeah just crazy but again that is kind of what you expect from new york as a city in general so i kind they of they call it the city that never sleeps matt that is how my six-year-old nephew greeted us when we when we when we got off the elevator at his apartment building he said 
Welcome to New York, the city that never sleeps. Wow, he rehearsed <laughs> that for hilarious. Uh, yeah, it was great. Matt, I, uh, you know, I've had good luck with this. Uh, mm-hmm. Not, you know, when I went to a hypnotist to stop swearing, that that aspect didn't work because there was no replacement behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was able to stop chewing on straws, which I've not done in over ten years, and I feel very proud of that. Proud, to, mm-hmm. proud is not the word I'm looking for. Are you uh, saying I should get hypnotized to stop thinking I'm part of Hamilton? <laughs> I'm as your friend. I'm telling you that I think and I will pay for the hypnosis. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah. pay for the first session. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll have to do some sort of crowdfunding thing. <laughs> well, but it's I think it's it's getting embarrassing. You I mean, you know how good I am at doing uh, singing the songs like I, I'm very I'm a good rapper. I think I'm above average rapper. I, I'm ready to step in when asked to. I mean, I think, you know, I know it didn't happen at this show, but, you know, it's going to be in L.A. eventually. I, I feel like that th- call th- is going to happen. This town is not short on talented uh, stage performers. Well, they the, will never call on you. The rapping is You are something... not a part of Hamilton. I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time. It doesn't time, sound like you're hearing me. I, I mean, I, I, I understand it intellectually, but I, but I guess I agree to disagree is what I'm saying. You're you're not a part of it. You bought a soundtrack and a couple of tickets. I, I was I was in the room and a costume for your daughter. Where it happened? Yes, as again as fifteen hundred other people were on that very day. Well, but they didn't really. Was I that mean, a matinee? No, was, you you did a matinee. Yeah. Saturday matinee. Sunday matinee. Yeah. Sunday matinee. Yeah, only show of the day. Uh, they just do the one, right? Then they have uh, a day and a half off. Right, uh, right. Then regroup on Tuesday. So sadly, we didn't get to see Javier Munoz, which I was uh, hoping to. But I, I kind of knew that that would be a day he would probably take off. Um, we did see Jordan Fisher, the guy from Grease Live, who's now playing uh, Philip Hamilton and John Lawrence. Who's, great. Who's great. Uh, really, really great singer and, and uh, really, really entertaining. And and we, and like I said, we got to see Rory O'Malley in his last show. So he was like super over the top, like the most over the top you could possibly be. I think, yeah, <laughs> in a role that's already over the top. But that I, that was kind of fun. So uh, yeah, amazing time. So great. Well, you had a nice trip. Nice, uh, you and the mm-hmm. family uh, went uh, back east. It yes, like. this ends my story. Although I did, <laughs> then I get, again, I did see. We went to the the Grange, which is the house that Hamilton built uptown, uh, which was kind of a anticlimactic but but it, it's cool i mean it was cool to see it but the, it there's not much to see they don't they don't let you go upstairs it's uh you want to go upstairs right that's wanna, what you want to see what you want to see, see where it really went down yeah, yeah. or as, as the joke from the 90s was uh, you want to see where the magic happens that's right remember get a tour of somebody's house and every human being made that joke in the 90s the, every human and even the 2000s yeah and that that became i, I don't remember whether that was because of uh cribs or if cribs was actually just a reference to the fact that that was already happening. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. Because that became a thing that every single person had to say on Cribs, and it was like Of course, ridiculous. this is where the magic happens. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I can tell you that... Uh, how long has Cribs been on? Well, I think it, it started in, what, like 98 or something, probably. I think I, I think uh, the, the first time I heard it was before that. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was uh, uh, early 90s. Mm-hmm. So I think that again, these uh, these rappers are sampling some other uh, material, <laughs> as is their want. That is their want, and it is their way, isn't it, Matt? Mm. Now, Matt, well, we didn't cover the last time you were here. You you bought yourself a new vehicle. I did. We got a lot of a lot of Belknap happening. This you're is, rolling yeah. in the dough. You're flying cross country to see a play. You're buying new fancy <laughs> yes. cars. I, I I got in on the insane lease deal that you told me about. 
and literally spent zero zero to zero point zero zero dollars to have a brand new awesome car. What do you, what kind did you get? I got the same one you got. I got the Chevy Volt. You got the Chevy Volt. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. And you love it, right? Love it. It's the greatest. Yeah. I don't disagree. I don't have the cool, uh, speaking of rolling in the money, I don't have the cool like 240 volt charger at my house like you do because you have had electric cars for years now. You'll get that. I probably will at some You'll point. You'll get it. But it's still, it, I mean, it goes 50 something miles on a charge so I can I can go a few days without doing it. Love just it. driving around town and then on the weekends, charge it up. Yeah, charge it up. Get ready for the week. Here we go. Mine's yeah. in the shop right now. It's got 800 miles on it. It's already in the shop. Is, are you are you do you, are you okay talking about the thing? Is it the thing that you were talking to me about? Well, uh, the radio locks up. Oh. Uh, the The radio screen will lock up where you can't do anything with it. Yeah. Like it just freezes. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, it just needs an update. Uh, oh, okay. And they're going to take care of that here and uh, great in no time. Did you ask him about that other thing? Uh, yeah, it's going to be one of those where I'm going. I think I'm going to be considered nuts. I think so too. Because after that, should we say what it is? It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it, it, but but it's not because I'm in a loaner car now. Okay. Uh, I'm not nuts, but I know. Well, no, but I'm going to come off as nuts. But here's here's what I was going to say. So Jimmy wanted to sit in my car to see because he thought his seat was slightly tilted to the right, like not exactly even. Like all right, here uh, you got the back of the seat. Right. Just a, uh, the the right lumbar. And and like just totally is like just like that, just slightly yeah. tilted back. Like I can't describe it. I guess I am describing it. So here's the thing. Ever since then, you sat in mine. You're like, oh yeah, it's different. Like there's something wrong with mine. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, now it's in my fucking head. Sorry, you, you, you infected me. Oh. Now I'm thinking about it every but time. But I, I told I sit you down. that your seat's fine. But I can't help but think like your seat. Th- th- your seat was the example to prove that I'm I not. I know, but nuts. it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's. it's but I'm gonna tell you, can I tell you something? Yeah, I brought it in yesterday. I had an appointment yesterday, uh, to which they said just bring it back tomorrow when the guy's here. Mm-hmm. That guy was like, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I know it. Yeah. Then the second one guy this morning, same deal, was mm-hmm. like. Uh, yeah, I'm not sensing it, but I, I'll have the technician take a look at it. So I'm going to have a third guy tell me I'm Looney Tunes. Right. But my, when I say to him, I go, I understand. You sat down. It doesn't seem uh, weird. But ten, 10 minutes from now, if you were still driving it, you'd want to punch a wall <laughs> because it's really frustrating. Mm-hmm. How you kinda, you're kind of just le- like it leans you. Like, yeah. My guess is what happened is at some point, like a spring like sprung mm-hmm. and ding, and then the upholstery just kind of collapsed on that side. Right, right. But just enough. To where if you're just in it for a second, you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. If you're in it for more than a second, I repeat, you want to punch a wall. And by that, I mean one of the Wahlbergs. Oh. Oh, that's... Probably Donnie. That's a, sure. Right? I mean, like... Did you see him? Did you see him kiss his wife on New Year's Eve? Did you see him? <laughs> they counted down on New Year's Eve. Uh, she was part of that... Uh, right. You know, because she's still relevant. So certainly trot yeah. her out there with her fart jokes. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty and I talk about my asshole. You're great. <laughs> Uh, she, uh, I'm sure she's pleasant as she sickens the country by not vaccinating her children. Uh, uh, they made out in a way that only two white trash people would on <laughs> New Year's Eve. Like their tongues are flying. They may or may not have hit the camera. That's uh-huh. how loose those tongues were. Gross. Yeah, that was gross. What channel was were they doing that on? That was that was Dick Clark's uh, New Year's Rock and Eve with Ryan oh, that's Seacrest. The, the NBC thing. That's the since I think I, it's ABC. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think oh, Dick's, right. Dick was always yeah, on yeah. ABC. They weren't doing the. Um, they didn't show the live East Coast thing though, because I, I feel like I looked for that and couldn't find. This it. This was the East Coast, yeah. Oh, so you watched that at nine? Yeah, nine. Oh, I, I blew it. I think I was just looking in the wrong place. Yeah, we watched that. Then we flip over, watch uh, Anderson Cooper giggle. Yeah. <laughs> As the, not neither of them make any sense whatsoever, but uh, yeah. 
Uh, it's very enjoyable to watch those two uh, try to fill time. They just need to make noises. That's their job. They just go, okay, guys, just make some noises for yeah. the next two hours. No one's listening. They all have it on mute. Well, listen, you count it down, and that's what it's all about. You know what else? It's not like the hokey pokey. <laughs> did, you, did you turn yourself around? Yeah, I didn't want to watch them kissing like that. Did you turn around? Did you, did you do a 180 on those uh, Wahlbergs? Uh, <laughs> I saw Patriots Day yesterday, speaking of the Wahlbergs. How was that? I'm not going to lie. Great. You love everything that Berg and Wahlberg do together. Berg and Wahlberg. Is that uh, why they teamed uh, up? <laughs> I liked the oil rig one. Didn't love it. Yeah. Th- this one's wasn't there another one a hundred times too? better than that. Oh, really? Yeah, this is really, really good. Huh. You, uh, it you, looks, I mean, that is an exciting story. The fact that it ended with a, a crazy citywide chase and like, I mean, it's a great ending to a movie. And, he, and, and I can never get enough of that accent. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch that back to back with Manchester by the Sea? Uh, I, you to, know what? Uh, not uh, uh, planned, but uh, night and day. That was a day night uh, double header. Really? You did? So uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but one was the night prior. Yeah. Sleep it off and then uh, go see some more. Right. It was uh, wonderful. Then I listened, of course, as I always do, I listened to uh, the uh, New Kids on the Block. <laughs> right. So I could hear that uh, accent in song. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Scott Arkman just walked in. We're uh, gratefully taking time away from his empire um, over there at the Comedy Bang Bang Universe. Uh, he's there. He's got his white sneakers on. He's comfortable. Looks more comfortable than he's ever looked. Tree Torns. Uh, is that how you pronounce that? Tree Torn? That's how I that's how I was that's a, that, that is literally a tennis shoe. Absolutely. That's what my mom used to wear. When you describe a tennis shoe, that's what you envision, is it not? Yes. Maybe the Adidas with the three-stripe flat. Maybe. Right. The Stan Smith. Is he a tennis player? I'm sure a guy named Stan Smith likes to at least <laughs> volley a little bit. Right? Yeah, get him in there. Get him on the camera. Scott, you're, not, you're, you're no stranger to television. <laughs> Show those feet off. Scott, are you still a foot model? That was a very Pee Wee Herman foot position that you just took there. That was like uh, right out of <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Scott, do you still do uh, foot modeling and impressions? <laughs> Jimmy, you're crazy. I don't do either of those things. This is nuts what you're doing right you're now. Not known, is, you're not known for your impressions while you're insane. doing your foot Why modeling? Why are you lying like this? This is crazy, Jimmy. Like don't do this. Oh, don't do, do this like to this me. I like this guy. It's getting very upset. Well, I, I can't tell if he's upset or excited by the concept that somebody thinks <laughs> he's a foot model. Is this what the show's all about? We think we bring, uh, we, we were, our producer told us that you were a foot model, and that's why we brought you in specifically. What? That's not true. First of all, that producer should be fired because it's just not true. Well, I'm going to do that. So, uh, uh, but have you, let me ask you a question. Yeah. If somebody gave you money to take pictures of your feet, would you do it? Bare feet or? Or shooed. Shooed. <laughs> Uh, what are we talking? Some Quentin Tarantino type? Oh, you want, you want a lot of money? <laughs> I'm talking $50. Somebody comes no, up to you and says... $50 to take a picture of my feet? You don't take that 50 Somebody walks up with their camera and goes, can I take a picture of those two shoes? I'll give you 50 bucks. Oh, the two shoes, sure. Okay. The on bare, your feet. Bare feet, though. What if a guy comes up to you? What if a second guy comes over and goes, hey, I just saw you took a picture of that guy for that guy for 50 bucks with the shoes. I'll give you 100 no shoes. Do you do it? At this point, I wonder why so many people are coming up to me. <laughs> like, do I have that kind Well, you're of at the Bush Fetish Convention. Oh, I should have okay. warned you where you're located. All yeah. right. Got it. Uh, you I, do it. Who doesn't want I don't think I, I don't think I would. A free hundred dollars? Anyone who comes up to me, regardless, be it a cold call at home or just someone coming up to me on the street, it's always like, no, nah, I don't have time. You don't have time for a free one hundred dollars. <laughs> It's a free. It's free money. I don't think so. Well, what's the catch, Jimmy? What's There's the, no catch whatsoever. Uh, sounds do, like there would be. Do they get? Do they pan all the way up my legs? They would, and, nobody would ever no. know it's you. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even be on a website. Scott Ackerman's feet. 
you know, next to other celebrities' feet. Mm-hmm. How would right. how could you guarantee that? Yeah, it's not you couldn't guarantee happen. it. Could you s- sign a contract? You have an NDA uh, that you carry around with you at all times. The off chance this happens. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So then this person is just taking pictures of feet for their own use? They're in yes for their own use. Do, do, I don't know if that's better or worse. They're gonna whack yeah, do off I to get, it. Yeah, do I get a sense that they're gonna whack <laughs> off to it? Or? No, you don't, you're not getting a sense. They're telling you up front. <laughs> okay. They're whacking that's off. In, to that's it. in the NDA. It actually says that. Yeah. <laughs> now no, I will be jerking off to this, but I and only I will be. Yeah. I will not share this with friends or family. It's like the tickled guy. Did you see that documentary about the tickler? Or the tickling? Is it called the tickled guy or the tickler? <laughs> T- what's it called? Tickled? It's just called tickled, right? I, forget uh, what it's I didn't see it. No. Okay, it's a guy. Uh, it's, 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 it's a, a guy. It's a it's a it's a ring of uh, competitive erotic. T- is it even erotic? I forget. But it's basically competitive tickling, and then they find out the whole. It's not erotic. No, the whole thing is just one weird rich guy who basically ha- runs this international thing of like wanting to get videos of people tickling each other. And uh, but he but it's a there's a front that makes it seem like it's a whole universe of yeah. uh, of competition and, and uh, uh, nobody was more disappointed than it wasn't than me because I was really thinking about throwing my hat in that ring. I uh, <laughs> I was a little bummed out too. I, I thought I could I could be pretty good at how this. long could you last? If somebody tickles you seven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's one less than Luke Perry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, no, I don't. Get I, that. I mean, I can't pretend to be a Perry on this. I it's, like to laugh at jokes. What's that? Eight seconds. The Luke Perry movie where he's a bull rider. Wow, that's a good joke. I wish I knew it. I wish I knew the reference. I would yeah. have enjoyed that. Yeah. You, wow, and could fast. I, could I tickle you? No. <laughs> really? The worst. What about for 100 bucks? Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> How about $100 for every second I'm able to make? Wow. Uh, but before doing what? <laughs> Coming. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and what do I have to do with the cum? That's your business. I'm out. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. He's back. All right, I'll Are you back? dispose the cum. <laughs> You're in on this then? Um, the foot pictures, no, but this tickle for a hundred, you're in. What if how much? And this is a serious question. I'm listening. I like serious questions. For me to take like an iPhone picture of you pressing your pants down, so I see the shape of your cock. <laughs> oh boy! Does it have to be? And a, it's not erect? with your head. It has to be erect. Okay. And I have to get it erect. <laughs> oh. I think the situation will get it erect. I don't think you have to do anything. You know, I wasn't on board until we started getting more details. Now I'm 100% invested. Uh, I don't know, honestly, if I could ever... I don't know how much money it would take for me to do that. Yeah, that is an uncomfortable... Now, it's it's you as his friend, not a stranger doing me, it. Me as your friend. Oh, zero. I never, it never, zero? It never happens. <laughs> it never that's happens. What, what about your mortgage this month? What are you asking now? <laughs> You're saying you would pay my mortgage for February. For February. If I the was... shortest month of the year, so that's, it's kind of a bargain boy, for that me. March comes right around the that's corner. <laughs> I should tell you they don't prorate by I don't know, I don't know what really? wonderful mortgage you got. Yeah. Yeah, that's a strange... My, I paid the same no matter how many days are in that month. Uh, I'm out. I can't know. You can't do it? Not for you. Maybe a, maybe a stranger. Maybe a stranger. Really? Ma- ma- no. What about, what about a person you barely know? But is kind of a stranger. No. Like someone you see around the comedy community. Never. Never. <laughs> no, sir. No. But a total stranger where they're like, hi, I just flew in they from have Argentina. Better, they have a better shot of this happening than somebody I will have to see again in my I'm lifetime. here for two hours. Uh, I'm in LAX. I see you at LAX. I'm, I'm flying right back to the country. This is the only yes. out-of-the-country trip I've ever taken. It's, it's Again, I'm going to say no, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Free rent for March doesn't sound bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about a, how about a famous person that you'll never see in person again? Give me an example. Uh, James Bill Paxton. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. 
Yeah. Yeah. You would do it for Bill Paxton. Yeah. Right? It's your, a, your least favorite he's a, movie he's star. A, he's a cock photographer. That's what he does. <laughs> by the way. I've come around on Paxton, by the way. I, 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 I've been clear on that. I have exciting Twister news for you, by the way. Mm-hmm. There is that. There's recent Twister news? There is recent Twister news, believe it or <laughs> it not. It cannot be the truth. It seems impossible, but <laughs> the, that store in, on Magnolia and Burbank, Creature Features, that oftentimes does. Do they have the, Dorothy? No. Even better. They're having a uh, a CD signing of the Twister soundtrack with Jan DeBont, director of Twister, and the guy who did the score. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. It's not one of James the James Newton ones. Howard, maybe. I, don't I, know. I would have thought it do was they, a guy like that. But do they no. want people to come? But <laughs> <laughs> they're going to. I mean, what we have to go right? And no, then, I can't think of anything worse. We we have to meet Jan DeBont and talk to him about Twister. Come on. What if you only well, ask speed questions <laughs> and not the movie speed, just right. like just, questions about amphetamines? Right. It's a great idea. Uh, I, I mean, I do have a lot of questions. Who uh, did the music? It's like, Mar- is it not Mark Mencina? Are you sure it's not James Newton Howard? Carlos Mencia? <laughs> Carlos, it's Carlos Mencia. He stole, he stole the papers from <laughs> Newton Howard. <laughs> this is interesting. And, and they're, In 2017, these gentlemen agreed. Did it just get released or something or re-released? Oh, yeah. Or? Is there like a deluxe version coming I have out? no idea, but it does say on the poster, purchase of CD required. Mm. Oh, the CD yeah. You've got to buy the audio CD. You've got to buy the CD. Well, there's got that Van Halen song on there that's barely tolerable, sure. that Human's Being, I think. Is that yeah. the one yeah. that's on Human's there? Being, yeah. It's but that's one. on the best of volume one. So. Yeah, but I can't get I can't buy that. I get it signed by Jan DeMond. <laughs> what if you just brought that? <laughs> what do you think, fellas? Look. Looks is like one sixteenth of what up. you guys asked for. <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be the least attended thing these guys. Well, have you can just walk down the street. It's you it's, know, I have to drive over the hill. You it, could literally yeah. just look out your window and see if anybody showed up. It's walking distance from my house, so getting uh, very close to figuring out where you live. I know I'm <laughs> uncomfortable with that, but I'm going to live with it. <laughs> you guys now know what car I drive and the neighborhood I live in. Oh boy, that's true. Yeah, we didn't say what color my car was though. Oh, we said blue, didn't we? <laughs> see, that's that's a that's a red herring. <laughs> Because it's, oh, it's red. It's red. It's it's herring red. Yeah. Oh boy, that's a beautiful red herring. <laughs> Did we find out who made that music yet? Karen, You're, you've got you his microphone. Two devices. It looks in like Karen maybe having some personal stuff going on over there. Yeah, oh, gosh. what's going on? Did somebody send you right? pictures of nine cocks? <laughs> this weird safari error thing? Oh no! What the hell? Oh, on the phone. Yeah. Oh, you're having it's trouble. Spam. It's spam, and you, what you'll probably have to do. Yeah, it, it, there's no way to do it. So what you'll probably have to do is go in and um, clear your uh, clear your entire uh, <laughs> search history on the phone so that it doesn't come up. Happens a lot. Really? I've never had it happen to me, Scott, but I'm not as uh, high profile as the two of you. you yeah, Garrett. well, you know. You and Garen there. A lot uh, of phishing scams. Is Mac Keeper a phishing scam? What? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to say it is to answer okay. your question. All right, I feel like. And I you also went to school with a guy named Matt Keeper, didn't mm-hmm. you? I did. Yeah, good guy. Mm-hmm. I thought you said is Matt Keeper. I thought you were ta- addressing me. Is Matt keeping a fishing scam? Are know you keeping a fishing scam? <laughs> I am. I'm keeping one over here. How long do I have to sit this far away from you? Seventy five more minutes. <laughs> You're getting closer. <laughs> All right, Scott Arkwood's there. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. We we may. I would like. You know what I would like? I would like every minute for you to move that seat <laughs> slightly like, closer. Slightly and Matt closer. can hear me slightly more each time. <laughs> well, he can hear you. you say, is Mac Keeper is slightly closer every <laughs> oh, time. God. What the hell is a disaster? Oh, do you think Matt Keeper is related to Trapper Keeper? You think they're a family? Oh, wow. mm-hmm. I'm asking. Does it have it's a, a serious question? An '80s style neon uh, font. Yeah, and the, and they all, and whenever you go to their home because they're roommates, they'll go. And this is where the magic happens. <laughs> Look at that, tied up in a fucking bow.
Matt Belknap. Jimmy Pardo. You know that my son loves his Casper mattress. Yes, I do. He can't stop talking about it. Well, which is odd. For a nine-year-old, the first thing is, you got to feel my mattress. Well, he's like a, he's the most well-rested kid I've ever met. It's crazy. Boy, I wish that were true. <laughs> uh, but we can't blame the mattress on that. We blame his uh, parents for uh, being both being high-energy jackasses. Uh, and only Casper can take him away from that lifestyle. That's right. Uh, it's an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Supportive memory foams create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right... Oh, geez, I'm sorry, Matt. You uh, always like to point this out. What do they have? They have have two things, Jimmy. What do they got? You can't have one without a tether. (laughs) Just the right sink, just the right bounce. If I said this to you, if I said Time Magazine named it something, what would it be? you have any guesses? Uh, I think it was the mattress of the decade, as far as I know. Best invention of 2015. Okay, I I overshot that. (laughs) Not even... No, wrong. (laughs) Uh, Best invention, yeah. You undershot it. It goes beyond mattresses. Goes beyond mattress. Yeah. Right? Some guy came up with a new way to to, uh, make your car go. No, thank you. Mattress. Yep. Driverless cars. Check out this mattress. Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home. If you don't love it, they're going to pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit, especially considering you're going to spend about a third of your life on it. Free shipping and returns to the United States and Canada. Uh, again, I personal experience. My son loves it. It is, it is night and day yeah. over what he was sleeping on. And even when I uh, get in bed to read him a story or whatever, right. I, I feel how comfortable it is. And had Danielle and I not bought a new mattress Seconds before these people started advertising, I would have a, I would buy us a Casper mattress. Well, the good news is when your wife leaves you and yeah. you only have Oliver on the weekends, you can sleep in the Casper mattress during the week. And then when he comes in on the weekend, then he gets it. But for the rest, for the five days of the week, that, that mattress is yours. It's going to be mine. Yeah. You're exactly right. Enjoy it. And luckily, I'm going to be able to save 50 bucks. <laughs> uh, if you use the code Pardo, Casper.com slash Pardo. And then, as I mentioned, use the offer code Pardo. Uh, you get $50 towards any mattress purchase. I'll probably get a queen. Mm, for your, Just for you. Yeah. Okay. Because the, the full size, uh, you, you commit to the queen. Well, you know, you, you. I guess you're looking looking ahead, being an optimist, saying maybe someday another woman I'll, will enjoy my touch. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> <laughs> get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting, visiting casper.com slash Pardo. Use the offer code Pardo. Terms and conditions apply. And that applies for life in general. Uh, <laughs> it's certainly Casper is no sure. stranger to terms and conditions. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your service. Casper. Hey guys, new season right around the corner. It starts February 9th. The pre-sale starts tomorrow if you're listening to this on the very night it came out. Otherwise, it's started already. So you can go to nevernotfunny.com. If you have an account, log in and you will see the pre-sale available right there to you at the top of the page. If you don't have an account, just create one at our website and you will be whisked away once you log in right to the premium section where you can sign up for the Players Club. What's the Players Club? It's video of every episode we do and an extra episode every week. Uh, that's uh, Those episodes come out Sunday nights. Um, people love it. It's uh, a lot of your favorite guests. Sometimes it's just us guys, but uh, we always have a good time doing it. And you can see video of that, too, using the Players Club login. Uh, we also have upper-level packages available. VIPs get either a choice of a flash drive with our logo on it uh, or a new, very new, very exclusive Never Not Funny ball cap with our logo on it. Uh, and uh, we will you will see pictures of those uh, when you log in to our site to uh, to purchase so those are available for $99.99 the regular full year pass is $49.99 you can get a single season which is six months for $29.99 if you want both the flash drive and the hat for some reason 
that's available for $149.99. That's a super supportive VIP plus package. And uh, we really appreciate all the support, no matter what you can do or can't do. Uh, thank you for listening and thank you for supporting us all these years. We're heading into uh, our 11th anniversary soon. So, uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening and uh, we'll see you in the club. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program episode. As I mentioned earlier, 1924, we're winding it down. This is the Sutherland of the 19th episode. Uh, oh, the new guy. What's the new guy's name? Anybody know what the new actor's name is? In the no new, clue. It's the dude who played Dr. Dre, right? Oh, is that true? I oh, think really? so. Yeah. Hmm. Now, Scott, you know, you're... I mean, show- on his stereo. <laughs> <laughs> he would play He's it on a regular basis. <laughs> you're in show business more than I am. You've had a You're in show. Donald Trump. Yeah. Did you... Uh, <laughs> can you confirm... pee monster! All right, stop talking. Is Dr. Dre a real doctor? I believe he is. Okay. See, but I, he's a psychiatrist. Oh, I see. He works with the mind. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Very good. Now go back to your pee-pee Trump stuff. Pee-pee! Oh, he's a pee-pee go. man! <laughs> but is he, did he just have... The, he just wanted them to piss on the bed, right? He, it's not like he was rolling in it. He's rolling, I, mean, I understand. <laughs> I know he's rolling in the deep. But, sure. Padel taught us... Uh, yeah. taught I mean, if they're that. pissing on the bed, and he's sleeping on the bed. But I don't think he is. I'm saying, I think he saw the bed and said, he sleep in a chair all night that's where obama <laughs> slept you go pee in it i know money never sleeps and he's yeah, very rich yeah. so that's right. as a reminder the man who wrote the art of the deal couldn't book a springsteen cover band <laughs> for his party yeah as a reminder very political right off the bat i yeah. love it sure you know what else <laughs> all our listeners a lot of good feedback on that stuff we do have good feedback <laughs> yeah on that. no that's actually true it's actually been i would say 98 percent positive yeah and mm-hmm. the 2%, fuck you. It's like me and HIV. What? <laughs> 98% positive. <laughs> Let's go around the horn. Say hello to everybody. Yeah. We check in over there at the Pop Culture Bees Info Desk. That is sponsored by dogpile.com. That's uh, Garen Cockwell wearing a beautiful blue colored shirt. Uh, what's the design? Uh, Garen says, uh, stay golden. Is that what it says? Golden Girls. And it's a, it's a shot of the Golden Girls, because uh, you you and the gay community, boy, you embrace that show, don't you? We do. You love it. Now, when you're having your, your, your orgies over there at your house, <laughs> do you guys put the Golden Girls on, like, on every video? Like, it's a less than zero uh, party law. in Palm that's, Springs? That's in, that's the gay law. You start with the Golden Girls. <laughs> right, and then the next thing you know, you got a cock at each hand. You get that. That sexual energy out of Blanche, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, sure. you go to town. Let me ask you now, Scott. You're not uh, if you're not caught up on Never Not Funny, and nobody would blame me if you weren't. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank God. Garen Cockrell uh, revealed to us was it last week or two weeks ago? I think it was well, it was two episodes ago. Last mm-hmm. week's last week's Earwolf, Earwolf episode. episode yeah. He okay. revealed to us that he's had in the new year multiple occasion to have group sex. Group sex. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Here is we that, go. Is that more common in the gay community? I would think it is because dudes are hornier, right? <laughs> I think it is. I, I don't think I would call it group sex. It was a threesome. Three three ways. Three ways. Mild. A friend of mine. Is this MMM? Yeah. 3,000? Yes. <laughs> a friend of yours way. A friend of yours is upset by uh, some of the talk? No, 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 no. Does that kind of stuff regularly? Does the three, three on way. the red? Like, uh, you can amp it up <laughs> when so you, you want go, to group this, stuff. This that, friend goes what seven, eight, nine? Maybe I don't know. I, Eleven, I, I, twelve. It's too many. Garen, when you go to <laughs> that's Skyline, why, that's why six was afraid of seven. By the way, do you get the uh, chili three way? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how how many how many <laughs> multiple partners? Now George Michael taught us. Sex is best when it's one on one. That's and, right. that, and look what happened to him. Yeah. He died. But uh, how how many how many experiences have you had with multiple partners? It's always been me and my former lover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, everyone is a former lover unless you're doing it currently. His long term boyfriend who we recently broke up with. Okay. It's only it, 
we've done it a few times. It's been a, a lot with the same person. So three different people. So you have someone rotating three out. And a half. Yeah. So three like a, a, a Wait, three on three half. basketball Wait, game. Somebody passed yeah. out? Hang on. Well, yeah, what's three and a half? One of them didn't, wasn't successful. What's that? Oh, no. It wasn't quite successful. You had so a, kind of a misfire? Cut, it got cut off. This person was... Was it John Wayne Bobbitt? That was the first one. <laughs> got cut off. Is it embarrassing to be naked in front of more than one person? I know. The lights are off. The lights are off. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm really? embarrassed to be naked by myself, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't imagine having a, a, a second set of eyes looking at it. Yeah. No, it's a lights off situation. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't even like someone with glasses. I don't need four eyes sucking it off. <laughs> ha! Four eyes. Get your lips on this. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Right? We don't need that. I want to point out that Garen is wearing glasses. What about a, what about a monocle? You want to see a monocle coming at that? No, yeah, I, don't need, sure. I don't need bud for you. I put a monocle there. on my penis. Oh, oh sure. <laughs> Just to make it classic. Yeah, it's Mr. Peanut. Sure. How emasculating for you to have to be under pictures of these guys. <laughs> He has sex with more than one dude. He's That's fine. He's Look, fine. Yeah, he's the king of this room. It's the only he's time he's under three guys not getting jizz on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding me? What? Uh, all right, Garrett, anything of import happen? Is that fun, by the way, for someone to jizz on top of your head? He says, assuming you've done it. It's really hard to get it out of the hair. It, it is? a lot of the, the, the shampoo. That's something about Mary. They made a whole no, scene no, out of it. No, I don't get jizz in the hair. Oh, I, I thought that was good for the I mean, for the hair, that, all that protein. This, you guys aren't doing it right. It's like Pantene Pro-V. It's like nature's Pantene. Oh. Has anyone ever said in one of these situations, come on my tits? <laughs> no. That's interesting. Why, why would that happen? Like a fat guy or something? <laughs> no. Elliot, you need him to move that microphone. It, uh, it's blocking my view. Oh, but how is it for camera? Uh, it's fine for camera, but oh. if you want, if it's if it's bothering what you, what do you need? Move it around. Uh, yeah, like there like we this? go. Thank you. Better? Yeah, I'd like to see your face so I could uh, enjoy you. Hi. Uh, the television, Scott Ackerman. Now, Garen, I saw that you were pleading for a job again today on Twitter. Uh, what else is happening besides your pathetic? What uh, kind of job do you need? Uh, that's it. Yeah, Scott's a mogul. Maybe he can give you a job. What do you want? I don't know. With the California minimum wage going up to $15 an hour, who can afford to give someone a job? Are you guys going to be laying people off? Because oh, yeah. Of and you're certainly taking away their health care. Oh, of course. That a boy. That's the way this country's going to get great again. Right? Fire everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can get weed for free, man. Hey, if there's ever a time we need it. Mm-hmm. Ah. What, uh, what kind of job do you need? Guy who looks stuff up on a computer. <laughs> you know, that's what I have the most experience at now. <laughs> yeah. I'm a jack of all trades, Scott. I do everything. Mm-hmm. It's a jack of all trades. Come on, you sit for that on a T. I'm going to take it so I don't get a Twitter. I really thought Jimmy was going to say this joke. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you thought that is why I didn't, because I'm not you, simpleton. <laughs> Pay your money and listen. God, you hate your audience. <laughs> I hate that 2%. <laughs> What's up with uh, popculturebeast.com? It's going to be the 10th anniversary. Hey, oh, what are, guys, what are you guys going to do? Have a, Add another page? Yeah. <laughs> what's the, what, what's, what big do it's going on over there for the 10th anniversary? <laughs> add a little arrow down at the bottom, a right arrow. <laughs> Maybe a contact page? What's happening down there? <laughs> a landing page? Maybe a thank you. Oh, yeah? Contest. Mm. Uh, are you going to get a revision? shut it down. <laughs> I'll go with now, C. Now you're talking. 
Uh, now, one time I went to your site and some guy was uh, reviewing uh, spaghetti sauce. Is there any talk about that for the 10th year uh, anniversary? <laughs> no. Spaghetti sauce is a big part of pop culture. You know, you see it in movies. Right. You, see it yeah. you hear about hey, it in Godfather. Songs. <laughs> right, exactly. Galleon, refresh our memory. Why did you review spaghetti sauce for his website? Be- well, first of all, it is part of popular culture. It's something you buy at a grocery store. I said that as a joke. I, I don't yes. think that qualifies as pop it's, culture. It's not. Pop culture is the Kardashians. That's, that's... I think there's more value in knowing whether or not a, a store brand uh, spaghetti sauce is good or not than there is in knowing what the Kardashians Nobody's going to argue that. That's, that's but why are you doing it on a pop culture? You should be talking about uh, skateboards. I just, I, I felt very strongly. <laughs> where that sentence was going to end. Nope. I lost interest. I felt very strongly that nobody says good things about things that often. And here I was having a very nice store brand Spaghetti sauce, and I thought people ought to know. Refresh our memory. What was the store brand? I believe it was uh, it was like a Chef Circle or something like that. I have to look it up to see what it was. From what store? From uh, your Vons, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I just. I was trying to add light and uh, joy to the world. Let me ask a couple of questions to Garen Cockrell. He is, of course, the uh, the owner and uh, proprietor of PopCultureBeast.com. Yeah. Uh, Garen, now you could uh, certainly look at the numbers on the amount of clicks <laughs> that a certain page gets. Where does spaghetti sauce come in uh, as compared to, let's say, the Ghostbusters review? I feel like it did pretty well. Oh, um, right, never it mind. Did well, because we talked about it on the show. That's true. It yeah. did have some repercussions. Oh, it did? Yeah. So what does that mean? Repercussions? So I know about these? Somebody said, why would we want a site that has spaghetti sauce next to a movie review? Do something. I don't know what it was. It was Wait, you mean like, a, why would we want a site? <laughs> don't like, come to it. They didn't understand, <laughs> right. what, they no, no, didn't understand the a, point of it. This is a, uh, this, you, were, you were asking for screeners or something? No, no, it a, wasn't me. It was one of my writers okay. who was interacting with somebody at some festival somewhere. Oh, there. I see. So oh, I see. Why, who, why would we want a site to come to yeah, one of like, our why, festivals? Like they didn't understand why we had spaghetti sauce, which <laughs> yeah, I thought right. it was funny. What so movie? That, what? I don't remember. This was a while ago. We should bury it. Yeah, I bet it was that, that new Ghostbusters. Yeah, with the, you mean the, with the chicks? Yeah, took you mean the really funny movie that got dismissed because it had twats? I liked it. Yeah, still showing. I love it. Where, where do you land on this? Is it? I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. I liked it. We Me laughed. Too. We laughed like crazy. It's as good as the old one. I I liked it better. I'll tell you that the old one's like not good in the same ways. You know, the plot not making sense. Right, and jokeless. I think yeah. the new one has more but jokes. R- r- that uh, blowjob scene. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, ghost blowjob. Oh, that's right. That was yeah. uncomfortable. Funny shit. <laughs> it would be funnier if I had not witnessed Dan Aykroyd get blown once at the House of Blues. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. Tell me this story. Have you told it on this? That's really just it. That's all of it. <laughs> Size, shape. <laughs> I didn't look that closely. Was it wearing uh, Wayfarers? <laughs> The cock? Yeah, the cock. Yeah. In keeping with the uh, glasses on the cheese whiz. Well, now this sounds like one of those, what what kind of pants should a giraffe wear? Where do the where do the sunglasses go on a cock? Is it like near the balls or near the head? Or Obviously. You the, put it on top so your cock looks like the nose. Yes. This can't be a real conversation. No, but here's the, the thing, dumbest though, question is when you've you're ever blowing asked. that, you got to take the sunglasses off I'm gonna, to leave them on. I'm going to tell you something. And we have shit on you for the, how long have you been on this show now? A while. Almost six years. Yeah, sure. Almost seven years, right? Yeah. 2000. Yeah. It, yeah. You're coming up on seven years. That's yep. true. You've never said a dumber thing <laughs> than what, where do the sunglasses Who go on a cock? sunglasses <laughs> down at the base of their balls Nobody when putting like sunglasses the, on their cock? Because then the cock is like a nose. And it's like hair on the top where the head would be. 
Now I'm coming around on this. Wait a minute. Oh, so wait, you're upside down? <laughs> so it's like putting a sunglasses on a dog's butt where the tail comes out and yeah. looks like a nose. Or and like an asshole it's is a like lot a mouth. larger pair of sunglasses. On. I liked it better when we all hated this or idea. Like, <laughs> or when people go upside down and they draw the eyes on their chin. Yeah. I like this now. Weird trick. Yeah. You know what, Elliot? I apologize. I will, I will issue a written apology. <laughs> no, I still I think it's that. the dumbest thing you've ever said. <laughs> oh, I don't disagree. And and that's that's saying something since you once once asked if you could review spaghetti sauce. <laughs> oh, I didn't ask. <laughs> what? You just told him? No. Oh, posted it. And as a reminder, he's the guy that told us he had a drone. Yes, you also did <laughs> that say that. That was pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a question. That was just a dumb statement. Out of no, wait, wait. We were talking about drones, though, right? At yeah. least it was uh, appropriate conversation. I don't know. Maybe he was talking. It just sounded like a drone. (laughs) That's a given. Week after week. (laughs) I don't understand what you mean. Um, All right. Well, Garen, we wish you luck on that job search and certainly keeping that uh, website alive for another year. Uh, uh, Sounds like it's the anniversary. Yeah. Is it? uh, It's March. Oh, March of 17. Yeah. You started that in 2007. Right before the uh, what's the other one? The Beast. That's the one. Daily Beast. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to do Pop Culture Beast. I'm waiting. So Obama had just oh, gotten shit. into office. He'd just been inaugurated. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wait. No. 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 Yeah. It was a year before. No, it was we're a year away. What? Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Because that would have been... No, two years. Two years away from inaugurated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he got inaugurated okay. in 2009. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, the election was in 2008. So, boy, George we, W. Bush. We all had hope. We had hope in a great run of eight years. Mm-hmm. And then please, and let's then bring Bob it back died. to 1957. And then what? Cash, Johnny Cash, and Bob Hope died. Yeah. What do you, where are you get? What? I don't know. You don't know that Bob Hope died. Toluca Lake Zone. <laughs> yes. What's going to Did you ever go down card? to the Bob's Big Boy and see him? I never saw him. You know, I used to live. You know, yeah. eight doors down from him. Um, now is eight doors down? Are they playing? <laughs> yeah, they're the playing at the inauguration. <laughs> um. But uh, and I never saw him though. But Ken Daly, uh, whom you may know, yeah, <clears throat> told me that if you went to Bob's Big Boy at three in the morning any day, he would be there in a booth. Holy shit. Really? And you never did it though. Never did it. No. As big of a, I just I he looks. Did you ever see that last commercial he did where he's Rough. just waddling Rough. around? And mm-hmm. I was a big big fan and just never wanted to see him in that state. But that's an that's an icon that you. I think I would have. I Huge. might have done it once. Yeah. Could you have stayed up till three in the morning? I would have set an alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed, turn in about eight, wake yeah. up at three. Yeah. When but, I, did you ever see the uh, his golf cart that had the big nose on the front of it? No. Where were the sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> on the tires? <laughs> Actually, underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a thing that Joe Montaigne told us about. And then once he said it, I kind of remembered seeing like a picture of it. You see or, photographs of it. Yeah. How was uh, Joe Montaigne, by the way? Was great. That yeah. Um, was that the first time you guys had met him? Or yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you go into his restaurant, I'm sure. Yeah, I'd go over there. And, uh, yeah. yeah. That's fun. I saw I saw that uh, the picture of that and I was happy for you guys. He was a very nice man. He was great. Very awesome. nice man. But Came he, in to talk about the uh, Chicago documentary. Right. Oh, OK. And then we talked about his career. Did uh, he have something to do with the Chicago? He's friends with Chicago. They, oh, really? they all were in bands together back in the day. Wow. And so he's got a part in the movie. And then so we talked about that. Very nice. Yeah. But yeah, he lives in Bob Hope's neighborhood. So he would mm-hmm. see it, <laughs> the golf cart. He's going around. my next door neighbor. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you know, he knows Joe. Sure. So, wait, so he would see the golf cart driving around just, like, up and down Riverside or something? No, like, in the little back streets there in, into the Oh, lake. the back streets. Yeah. You, know, you he was a backstreet boy. <laughs> in Toluca Lake, did you, because uh, I used to see Jonathan Winters all the time at the Magnolia Grill. Oh, would no, you see, I never, uh, I never would see him, no. He was, mm-hmm. he was That was his place. 
apparent. Uh, I guess I lived near Steve Carell. Oh, maybe D.L. Hughley. Uh, but I never would see any of that. I, I did see whoever. What's her name from uh, High School Musical a lot. Like if I would ever be at um, <clears throat> the Coffee Bean, suddenly a ton of paparazzi. Uh-huh. Would would fly in and they would be taking pictures through the window. They wouldn't be allowed to go inside, and uh, it was because uh, I forget her name, but she's blonde. She she was in that. I Come think on. she I think she was in that show with Lauren Lapkus. Um. Anyway, I think she lived around me. What is TBS that? show with Lauren Lapkus. Oh yeah yeah the the haircut joke. Yeah, clipped. I think. Mm. Yeah. What is but, her name? Uh, Gary, come on, that's is right. Up. Zach Efron? Oh, here, Gary, gra- grab this. <laughs> this might be, uh, in fact, it is. That's the, uh, the card place. Is this still on the... Are we cutting that out, or is that part of the magic? This is part of the magic. I magic love happens. this. Right, we keep things loose. That's that's eighty percent of Garen's job. Is if Jimmy's phone rings, he has to run outside and uh, mm-hmm. conduct says, business. I, I'm Mr. Barrow's assistant. He's in the process of recording a very popular podcast right now. Uh, <laughs> I and then the person naturally says, "Oh, WTF with Mark Barron?" And then I throw a brick through a window, <laughs> just like you too. Uh, oh, I was going to say, "Do the right thing." Or was that a brick or a trash can? Trash can. He went whole trash can with that. the. Brick of the streets. <laughs> right. The Brooklyn's brick, as they call it. Where was, what did I just watch where they were uh, – that was the running joke. Was the, He was doing a uh, – Blackish. Oh, nope. It was not blackish. It was uh, fresh off the boat. Oh, was it? It was fresh off the boat. Okay. Yeah. Where they uh, – Where they did what? She was talking about her uh, – uh, about moving here to – the estates, and then what you know, she had to tell stories about her life to get her citizenship, and she was giving the plot from oh, do the right, right thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting! It was very funny. The, the be- very, very beautiful Constance Wu. The very beautiful. Have you had her on over there, Constance Wu? I have not. I'm a big fan. Uh, I know Randall a bit, so I've had him on a few things, including the Michael Bolton thing that I did uh, that's coming up. But uh, right. I've never met Constance Wu, but uh, I'm a big fan and, and you, like her a lot. You would welcome her, wouldn't you? Yes, of course. No idea how to get uh, in touch with her. Well, you so. talk to her publicist, maybe. I don't know how to do those things. Well, then you have the booker do it. That way you don't have to don't bother have, yourself. I'm the booker. Well, so am I. Yeah. And to, to that end, we've never had Constance Wu. <laughs> yeah. right. Has she, she done? We tried. Uh, wait. Did she didn't do a podcast though? She no, no. Oh, okay. No, uh, that that is not for a lack of her people trying. Which is, that this is the strangest thing. Her yeah. people reach out to us every podcastathon and say Constance would love to do it, and I say that sounds great, and then it never happens. That's I the don't. most boring episode of Stranger Things I've ever. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. No, <laughs> nope. Uh, that was more tolerable than an entire fucking series. Whoa, <laughs> you've really done a. You've done a you know what it is? You've done a 360, actually. It, I thought it out one way. Yes, because I, I thought about you just recently about okay, this. Because there was, uh, like La La Land, you init- you, the, the more time goes away, the more you hate it. Yeah. That's what it is for Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. The more I'm away from it, the more it's like, nope, yeah. I was right. I don't like this. And it's and it's largely because of the reaction of everyone else. Like, if, if I if I saw a La La Land in a vacuum and never heard anything else, then it would be, I would be, I was fine. But the awards and everyone raving, that's what eats away at me. It seems unjust. So you don't like to see things succeed when you're a failure? (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's all tied back to my own insecurity. You Uh, live near a comic book store and have a new car. How is that a failure? uh, (laughs) You really have just described my childhood. What do you buy? House of Secrets? (laughs) Uh, Don't say which one you're near. Oh, you already said it, though. Uh, I, I, well, I don't know if, did I say the name? Oh yeah. Crisply. <laughs> I'm in the vicinity of Are you by place. Pinocchio's? I am. Yeah. I just, uh, ate there today. Let me ask yeah. you a couple questions about mm-hmm. Pinocchio's. Boy, yep. oh boy. Do you like it? 
you know, I just had a cannoli. Uh, my friends ate a, a sandwich, and they said it was very good. My mother-in-law loves that place. Really? Loves it. Mm. I loved the idea of it, and then once we moved there, and, and my daughter loves it, and she wants us, she always wants to go there, but it is... I'm going to say it. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, wow. It's one of those places. Uh, maybe I shouldn't be saying this because it's kind of like it's not liable if it's true, but it's one of those places where it's cafeteria style and everything's just sitting in warm water. And I think that's really gross. Wait, it's cafeteria style? You know what I mean? Like you you, you stand in a line and then they you say, oh, I'll have the chicken parm and they take it out of a, a vat of. Yeah. What's wrong with that? It just it, it grosses me out, frankly. That, that's all. So you say you love the idea of it. Well, I loved the- And yet all of the details <laughs> no, that no. are in every deli well, you I seem lo- to hate. I love the yeah. decor. I love the I love the kind of old school like 50s Italian place, but the food is what I don't like, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. So at the restaurant. <laughs> the food at the restaurant. That's the kind Do they of have key. a pizza? They do. The they pizza's do. okay. Yeah, yeah pizza's okay. okay. Where do you guys order from over there at the? Uh... I go. I like Dino's on Hollywood Way. You do. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you something. Dino's is a place I've never gone into, but and I, I maintain it's either just by the sign. Yeah, it's the greatest pizza or the worst you've ever had in your life. No oh, in really? between. I like it. Have you ever had it? No, I've never had Dino's. Uh, yeah. It's good. They they do like their basic one is just okay, but then they have some special pizzas that are good. What do they do? They put cheese on them. <laughs> they got the one with the cheese. That's not special. Listen, listen. It's mozzarella. Oh, oh the, the Italian twist. of cheeses. <laughs> Yes. Uh, no, they do it. They do a lasagna style pizza. What which does has, that mean? It means it's ha- it has ricotta and sausage. So it's like a lasagna with a crispy crust or something. Or it's a pizza, but the I know you're trying zero. to explain, it, but I want to keep interrupting. <laughs> I don't know why you don't just let me say what it is. So what is it? I'm assuming this is like an upside down lasagna that nope. uh, sits outside for about eight hours. I don't know. Is it like a pie? Uh, it's a pizza. Is it a cake? <laughs> it's a pizza. It sounds like you're describing cake. It's a pizza. Do they put birthday candles in it and serve it to you and sing something? <laughs> well, because that's a cake. It's weird. That's I don't know. Totally, you're thinking of birthday cake. I don't know. How okay, he's thinking of birthday cake. <laughs> okay, good All right. Anyway, moving on. But it's in the shape of a pizza. <laughs> it's a pizza shaped oh. square, rectangle, <laughs> circle, circle like a birthday cake. Yep, got it. Cake. Is it safe to say a circle gets the square? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's safe in the sense that no one's going to punch you for saying it. You don't know that. You don't know. What, you don't know what kind of uh, ang- the way. How I'm weird would it be if I just punched <laughs> one of you guys during a show? I, be really weird. I don't think it'd be as weird as you think it would be. You, I, think, <laughs> I think it's expected. Do you think what? What if one of us got that angry? Has anyone been that angry on this show, Matt? Uh, Jimmy threw a microphone in between Pat and I once. Um, he claims he was not trying to hit us. I was not trying to hit you, and and you succeeded in not hitting us. But you did get so angry. Let's, that qu- you, let's quote what I've said. I said, yeah. "God fucking damn it!" We, we, Pat and I, mostly Pat, but I, but I again, I will throw him under the bus at every opportunity on this subject. <laughs> it was eighty percent Pat, twenty percent me. Would not stop interrupting Jimmy, <laughs> and uh, he finally just went, "God fucking!" Because he was trying to tell a story. He could right. not fit. Could not get through. Was this early on in the show's yeah, run it was as like, well? About when it, it meant was, something to you? It was like Maybe, season. Uh, <laughs> now interrupt away, please. Yeah, please. Yeah. please do some heavy lifting. Whatever, please. whatever. It takes. God interrupt me by taking me to heaven. <laughs> oh, oh! I have a son, sir. Was it season three or season two? Even it, it was in it the was big real, room. Really? Yeah, we were in the, the old big studio. boy room. <laughs> it, remember in the old studio there was the big back yeah room. yeah 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 and we started recording in there and then eventually just took over that office mm-hmm. so it was before that yeah wow. um so it was in that big room and uh yeah you went god fucking damn it and through it was back when we I, still I, had like I, the handheld microphones yeah i I, lo- I lobbed the microphone then took my headphones off threw them on the table wow. and, then, and then left stormed out and wow. then and then pat and i just sat there and and, and what did you say the what's your quote first words out of my mouth 
that's on you, man. <laughs> Which I I know that sounds terrible, but it was a hundred percent true. It, oh, no, uh, it sounds like eighty twenty. Oh, it was eighty percent true. <laughs> to commemorate that. Oh yeah, it was memorialized by Josh Tabak. Oh, look at that. There's the uh, right there. That's uh, Josh's fine work. Wow, that's like a three D image. That's amazing. <laughs> coming Mike's right coming right at you. Wow, and that's what I it felt that. like to be on the receiving end of that microphone. Uh, Although I was never f- scared. I I did think it was going to hit Pat, but. I didn't. I wasn't. It was like, never going to hit anybody. But it, but it, but it didn't even cross my mind that you were trying to hit me. I thought you were trying to hit Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I would you have felt? Uh, did, uh, let me ask you a question. If who are you asking? You, Jimmy. Will you wait till I put my headphones <laughs> on so right. I can hear you? All right. If God, I can't even get one word out. You still haven't put those headphones in. I can't see. I can't see today. Who cares? They're all the same. If oh. you had, can you hear yet? If you had, yes, Scott. not meant to throw it. Or no, you meant to throw it. If you had not meant to hit them and accidentally hit them, I would have felt horrible. You would have felt horrible. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't. I, I right. wasn't throwing it to hit them. I was throwing it like to make a point. And just that like you were so I, I angry, you this. you could hit them, but you still have a conscience. No, nope. I mean, you could have thrown it down. You could have thrown it this way or this way. You threw it between us. Is that where it went? <laughs> yeah, I, yes. I thought it went like like on that side of Scott. Like if I was going to throw it now, it went that direction. I, I think it went between us, but I now I don't think it did. You're making me maybe maybe that's only because of Josh's artwork that I think that. I think it was like. I, I've had it and just was a throw. Mm-hmm. Garen, look up that animated gif that someone made of that. And it was it was like lobbed. It wasn't even thrown. It was lobbed. Right, right. But then the headphones came down. Crashing. Crashing thunder. Oh. The thunder rolled <laughs> And the there. thunder rolls. That's the, that's the hatted one, Garth Brooks. <laughs> the hatted is that one? Is that his, <laughs> that's the worst musician nickname. <laughs> the hatted one. It's the hatted one. Yeah, that sounds awful. The behatted. <laughs> Garth Brooks. All right, we're checking with uh, over there from Palms, California. That's our friend Elliot Hoke. Still in intros. Uh, Elliot, anything of import going on with you? We haven't seen you in a while. Uh, I don't know. I uh, took some photos, went some places, ate some food. I cooked some... <laughs> You're describing I, every human. On MLK Day, I, uh, it wasn't planned, but I discovered that I was eating chicken and waffles that uh, my lady friend and I had made. And I had to pause for a second and think whether or not I was allowed to, to do that. You should think about whether you're allowed to talk about it now. <laughs> Look at this. He yes. speaks my words. Hold on, we got uh, here. We go. We got Here's video. video proof. Oh, we got YouTube video. Oh wait, this is an actual. You guys were videotaping the yeah, show this back was, then. Becca yeah. Andrew was doing it, so it was season three. It must have been season. Oh three. You, got, you got that, Elliot? Yes, sir. Oh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It went to the right of. It Pat. Went, yeah. yeah, it wasn't anywhere near Matt. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Took. I grabbed my sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta put these on. Do that, so do that last part again. <laughs> when 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 Jimmy gets up and leaves. That's incredible. Whoa! Oh yeah, that's that's where the aftermath was. Pat and I figuring out if the show was over, if we were just done for the day, done for the day, or done for a lifetime. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe both. But we were just like, I don't know what we're supposed to do now. And then we, <laughs> and then we, well, we just hung out. And then you came back. You walked around the block and came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and apologized uh, for losing your temper. And then we left a lot of that in because it was funny. And then it was very funny. Like, <laughs> like talking about it afterwards was. I remember that being very. Like we were we were crying, laughing about it afterwards. <laughs> it was, I'm a good actor. <laughs> what? I'm a very good actor. Meaning you didn't find it funny. Oh, I didn't know. I did not. I I was very upset. You and you went home upset. I bet. I, I think I did. Yeah. 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 
And then how long did it take you to get unupset? Or are you, you still seem upset. Yeah, I don't like reliving you it. You have your arms crossed in a very I don't like what I'm defensive over there. and hostile manner. Ah, <laughs> uh, so funny. Uh, real life. It's real life. It's you know what? We're not life. always going to agree with the people with whom we work. Right. You know what I mean? Now, uh... Uh, spit it out fuck face were they good waffles Elliot (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) I would say you should try the waffles so you made homemade waffles and homemade chicken fried chicken yeah boy that sounds great did you like what did you do dip it in flour and yeah yeah, I, in fact, do you have a deep fryer uh, no I just did it in a regular pan fried it up in a pan it was yeah (laughs) I could fry it up in a pan Uh like John Denver yeah uh, I was. The Did he product- famously fry something in a pan? What? <laughs> yep. I know he jumped around on Grandma's feather bed. <laughs> he loved it. And he has that omelet, right? What? That's the. Uh, we thank you for your time. And your, <laughs> You're Elliot. Your, your time is done here. Hey, Garen, you were looking for a new job. <laughs> we know you don't you know how to do it, but just get over there get and over do there. it. <laughs> Doesn't matter how bad it looks. Just even if you just lock the cameras on in three positions. Yeah, just press oh, the buttons. Whatever. We wouldn't have there. that chatter. I bet if I bet if Garen sat there for one day, I was just pressing buttons. He would figure it out. How right? much you want to bet? I, I bet five dollars he would. He could That's figure. like driving a car. You just press enough buttons. You go. Oh, that that does right, this. You figure that out which button does. That probably work. Sure. They're all yeah. labeled. I know Elliot has I, them all very labeled. Yeah, everything's labeled, labeled over there. Sure. Why don't you take off? <laughs> <laughs> would you? Serious question. Would you sabotage it if you were fired in the middle of a show? Would That's you take off question. all the labels, or <laughs> would you take some of the equipment with you? Do you own the equipment? I, I, at this time, yes, I do own the equipment. He does own the equipment. Uh, he has asked at us. At this time? If we were to fire him, to please give him some notice. Yeah. We, we, we <laughs> there, have, was a, there was a very serious email to that effect. Just through us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we have very seriously said, uh, even though that... Just we, consider yourself on notice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're always not doing yeah, notice. That's a rolling... That's a rolling... We may notice. extend at any point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we've also said we will buy you out of that equipment. Oh, yeah. That, that's very clear. Now, that's on the table. I've seen that. Yeah, we will, we will buy you out of that equipment. Equipment. We will spend the fourteen ninety five it takes to well, get you all could those probably, you could you could hijack that equipment for more than market value because mm. these guys don't want to actually that's true we investigate don't have to go through the whole process of yeah I'd rather just give him some money and and fire him <laughs> than give him time to, to haggle so you're saying you would pay Top the exorbitant dollar. price this is the same guy so you would, would just <laughs> rather count it down and be like. I know this is going to be enough because I've I've overmarked it by a thousand dollars. Just get the fuck out. Just get out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll give you eleven hundred dollars. <laughs> Wait. So I'm the guy that what? You're the guy, you're the guy who overpaid for a domain name we didn't need. <laughs> we need that domain. domain name. What is it? Some guy was squatting on NeverNotFunny.com for years and years and years, and Jimmy was very much wanted it. Oh, domain names. Yeah. They're so precious. I got tired of people of me saying. Go to podcast.com. Podcast.com? No. P-A-R-D-C-A-S-T. I got tired of that. Nevernotfunny.com. Boom. They know where to go. Everyone like started making their own websites and then it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like so quickly. It didn't matter the second we all started doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, except for our good friends at Squarespace, who we thank ah, on a yes. weekly hey, basis. If you need to know what a landing page is, they'll tell you. Is that, is that their expertise? Certainly. 24-7 support will help you out with that. Do they still advertise on podcasts? Not on ours. Oh, on mine they, they do. do. Sure. Oh, they do? Yeah, by, by the way, uh, they are not available on the phone. Purely in instant messaging if you right. need that help. Oh, yeah. is that right? Okay. Yeah. Very good. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Squarespace. I do like the way their uh, websites look. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Did they ever advertise with us? Or they that, did. For, yeah, they did for a while. They did? They make the round. Yeah, they'll be with me for a while. 
go over to Mark Marin for a long time. <laughs> that was my Bob Bell impression. That's a local Chicago reference. That was a good Bob Bell impression. That was maybe the best. Wow. Uh, all right. So you had the chicken waffles. Mm-hmm. Everything else went okay on MLK Day. Yeah. Did you uh, attack any civil rights heroes like our president to be? I don't see the I don't see the point in doing that. So no. No, it'd be ridiculous to do, right? Dude, be yeah, a, especially if you're later gonna you know praise Martin Luther King and, and, and <laughs> go out, have a great day with your families. Yeah, <laughs> what an asshole! <laughs> Damn it, we're doomed. Uh, all right, well, this may be the last episode. True, that is true. Sir. If we're in a nuclear war on Monday, Monday. this doesn't get released, that, right? Well, this oh, will no, get this released Wednesday night. But oh, this uh, gets released Wednesday night. Yeah. Oh, okay, goodbye, everyone. Yep. See, <laughs> Best see of you, luck. See you in hell. It's been a great. Uh, how long have you been doing it? Like ten, 10 almost years, eleven years, almost now. eleven years. It's been a great eleven good years. Good run. It's been nice. Uh, yeah, it's been great. But this is it. You're Closing up shop. This is it. I was thinking about you're in the select group of people that very few people can say they were a guest on Never Not Funny at Jimmy's dining room table at his house. Yeah. That's only like it's only like six or seven people. Right? I remember uh, you told me not to knock, I believe, because you'd be recording. Oh, yeah. So very I, important. So I think I, <laughs> I, think Back I, when I we sat. Cared, I guess. Yeah, I think I sat outside for listening for a good 20 <laughs> minutes or something. Oh like that. Yeah. Boy, now we'd welcome somebody knocking That's, on the yeah, door. Yeah, I know. Please. <laughs> <laughs> More content. Wrong door. No, it's not. Come on in. <laughs> That's weird that we made him wait because we used to have the guests on from the very beginning of the episode. So I no, I was you were doing two in a row. And oh, I was doing the second. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott Ackerman, Paul F. Tompkins, Graham Elwood, Paul Gilmartin, Pat, Danielle, maybe Danielle, and then and Todd Glass, maybe Todd, maybe Graham. Mm. Yeah, Graham for sure because he yes, told us about yes, getting yes. a uh, uh, henna. Is it henna tattoo? Henna uh-huh. tattoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He talked about that at length. <laughs> Can, can I ask uh, Scott a slightly uncomfortable question? Oh, my God. Sure. Um, if, uh, if our president-elect said he wanted to do between two ferns. Oh, oh my God. Here you don't have to go. answer this question if you don't want I will. To. I've answered it uh, in print. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, you have? Yeah. Uh, I, I, when, it, when the Hillary one came out, I was cagey about it because I didn't want to politicize that video, like, immediately, you know, where, like... 50% of the people immediately wouldn't watch it purely because I wanted people to watch it and think she was funny. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And go, oh, well, maybe my mind is changed about her or whatever. So I was kind of cagey about it, kind of going, eh, I don't know that he would do it, you know, this kind of thing. But no, absolutely not. Never. Fuck At, that dude. Ask me. <laughs> would you do an episode between two friends? We, did, we did the pub. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Yes. <laughs> First of all, yes, I'm in on that. I also would do one with Trump. Of course not. Uh, did, Unless there's a sniper in one of those ferns. <laughs> hey, hey. Comedy. Somebody, Comedy. Some, somebody will snipe at him, like like uh, make fun of him. Yeah, the guy makes yeah, some, making uh, fun some, of him. Some nice comments. What? It's a joke. That that's obviously Jimmy. what you meant. For anyone to suggest otherwise. Thank you. It's just ridiculous. It would, that's you know, who, you know who it'd be, right? Be Artie Johnson. <laughs> uh, and I assume Zach would feel the same way about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's... Uh, pretty outspoken about his. What if Zach Kennedy and said, "I want to do it with Donald Trump"? You uh, take the day off. He wouldn't. Let's pretend he does. Let's pretend. <laughs> Let's pretend week. Zach asks if he could take a picture of your feet and have Donald <laughs> well, Trump on between two. How about a picture of Donald Trump down by your feet? Uh, could I take, like, could I take a pee on Donald Trump? Like, if we could pee no, on Donald like Trump. Yeah, he would like it. You can't do that. He loves, he loves that pee. He's a pee-pee monster. He's a, pee-pee he's a germaphobe. He wouldn't want that. <laughs> As he shakes the hands with every human being. What a fucking... 
and has a quote from three years ago saying, I'm not a germaphobe. <laughs> literally. He literally does. He's such uh, a tool. Um, That's no. our president that I just called a tool. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Like, you can hate Bush. You know, back in the day, we'd yeah. be like, ugh, he's kind of dumb. Right. But this guy's just like the world's biggest shithead. <laughs> right? That's crazy. And Bush was consistently uh. dumb. Like he was, he was dumb in a consistent way. He had a point of view that yeah. we Trump is dumb. consistently a shit. But you never, but you didn't, you didn't hate him. Some people, I knew people who hated him. I knew people Actually, who you know, Andrew did. Actually, Andrew oh. hated him. Andrew hated, yeah. him, I hated him. him. I hated him. I hated him. I like Bush was like at the time. I was like, this is the worst president. Trump is like the worst person. Like you can't, like you couldn't yeah. even think of a different person that could be in that spot and be like, well, this is worse than Trump. Like what could possibly be worse? Don't please don't try to prove me. Yeah. Well, worse, but <laughs> wrong. He's, he's the worst person who could literally be to, voted president. I mean, that's that's un, inarguable. I think yeah. we're in. A, I mean. We're just in a situation now where the most famous person is going to be president from now on. It, right. may, it may be that. And wow. so and, and I keep trying to figure out who would be good given those parameters, who could actually be OK? Like, they, I don't they they like talk to George Clooney about it, it, hoping he'll do it or something, you know, or Ben Affleck or whatever. But somebody yeah. famous who's smart enough to surround themselves with good people and mm-hmm. and maybe knows a thing or two. Not try to do everything. himself. Ed Bagley Jr. <laughs> I like it. That's a nice man. Yeah. I, his last name though Begley that bothers yeah. me. Too you know what I mean? It does it's bother. It's President Begley. Yeah. You know Begley. It's like bagel, but not even that. Right? Yeah. You know Begley. It's like, it sure an, it's like an egg bagel. <laughs> the worst bagel. It, his name is almost egg bagel. <laughs> yeah, basically. You don't you know like the egg I mean? bagel? No. What's the point of an egg bagel? What do you like? The everything bagel? I like sesame. Oh, you take like a, like a plain bagel over an egg bagel? Uh, I, I don't. I, I will eat it because an egg bagel and a plain bagel are basically the same. There's one is yellow and I, I, it looks weird. I don't like the egg bagel. I, I'm with Matt. But I also don't like sesame. I don't understand this. I don't like. I also don't like the uh, the onion. I don't like onion bagel at all. It ruins the. Yeah, that's not a good flavor. My for wife loves it. Mm. Ruins the home. Well, the, everything ruins the home because of the onions on it. Like the onions, pollute I like the, everything else in the bag. It's weird. Yeah. I wouldn't take an onion bagel, but I would take an everything bagel with onion, sort of like a pizza. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't take like peppers on the pizza, mm-hmm. but put them on, you know, a supreme. By the way, I never finished explaining what the lasagna pizza was. Yeah, I yeah. have to tell you guys. <laughs> oh, I'm very interested. Actually, it's good. It's it's a pizza, but the toppings are ricotta cheese and and sausage and, uh, and candles. Happy. <laughs> you know, sometimes they put those little plastic toys. Oh yeah, yeah. they'll put toys on there as well. Mm-hmm. Like nope. if it's a baseball theme party, maybe they'll put a little right. baseball player or something on there. Don't know. Where and it comes you guys in a little box that has like the golden arches on it. You're oh, talking. You know about what? I like when the pizza has icing on it. That's really yeah. that's the best. Yeah. I don't know where it started that you guys got so off track on this sometimes, pizza. Sometimes it has like a groom and a like a bride oh like oh, a we- wedding pizza a wedding yeah. pizza yeah wedding, wedding lasagna great. pizza no. you have the wedding minestrone and you have a wedding pizza no it's just ricotta cheese sausage strawberries blueberries and, and whipped cream what is so hard to understand about I this see. pizza mm-hmm. Boy, speaking of balls mine just went up into my throat what oh, just no. happened there that was you want to take a picture of this guy <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> not just, not just. I wish this was reversed hey what did no Matt I, I can't uh, help but notice you're wearing an MVM uh, they're, watch they're not advertising oh, this week but you're not, uh, then I guess you're not wearing I advertised them I have one of those. Look at that. It's nice, right? Nice. Yeah, they're, they're I like nice. This one. Yeah. yeah. Not wearing it. Hmm. Not wearing those precious timepieces. Well, they only advertise once for me. Oh, we get them a lot. Do you? Yeah, they're yeah. a staple here. They didn't care for your humor. <laughs> that happens quite a bit. <laughs> I don't believe that to be true. It's very successful. I, uh, I do believe sometimes an advertiser will advertise once. I'll never hear from them again. Did you think that it's because they don't care for your program? Or do you think it's just that uh, it was the way I done? did the ad read, maybe? You I think know. so? Really? Do, do, they, yeah. do they think the hundreds of thousands of people who love your show are wrong? <laughs> like, well, that's such a, like, what, that's all they should.
should care about as far as I'm concerned. I don't know. Maybe I joke around too much. I did have to tell you this. We, I was uh, yeah. I was at a doing a corporate event uh, this past uh, last week, and one of the young men, uh, Asian in nature, mm-hmm. uh, came up to me and he goes, "I know you from somewhere. I know I recognize your name." That and- was Kulop, and you were at my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> then why was I paid? <laughs> it was very strange. I was taking pictures. <laughs> I see. Uh, and I went down. I, it was one of those where I had to go down everything. Like Really? Because he was like, he he wasn't dropping it. I was like, well, I've right. done a lot, man. I, I'm sure you've seen yeah, it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And, well, yeah, but what was it? Like, what do you like? What do you listen to? What do you watch or listen to? Do you yeah, watch yeah. Becker in 1998? <laughs> right. It was everything that I... I finally went. I go. I, I said, That's a good episode of Becker. Thank you. <laughs> You're funny in that. Thank you. Is that online anywhere? Can people see it? I'm about to compliment you, dickhead. Okay. I, I like. I'm complimenting you. Well, I say. I thank bet you. that's on Hulu. I think you're really think funny. Becker's in that on scene. Hulu. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I was I was uh, really enjoyed that scene. I've never seen it. You're sitting on the uh, on the uh, doctor's table and all. Oh, I've seen yeah. the scene. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah, saw it's the really episode. good. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. True or false? Ted Danson made me laugh out loud. He's in, a nice in rehearsal. Really? False. Yeah. <laughs> it was a horrible work environment. It was horrible. He's great. Anyway, it was Comedy Bang Bang is what he finally settled uh, on. From uh, the TV show or from the from podcast? From the podcast. Podcast, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's I, nice. I said, I said Comedy so Bang Bang, and he goes, that's Scott, it. Scott and I said jism together <laughs> on an episode. <laughs> that's it. So then he ran around, it's the jism guy. <laughs> so he just knew your voice. That's, yeah. That's interesting. Oh, wow. Very cool. I did say, I go, was it, I, I did throw Marin in the mix. And I go, maybe it was Mark Marin. Because, you know, whenever you say podcast, it's Mark Marin. Right. And he goes, and he goes no. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> I, I, that's exactly what I said. I go, that's not nice, friend. And you sat him down and said, shake up. Young there, man? There's room for all of us. <laughs> uh, Don't want to be first. I just want to last. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do what you can and can what you do. <laughs> that's a Maria Bamford quote. I don't know if she invented it, but I know that she says that. I enjoy that. What this on suck and suck on this. <laughs> what? That can't be <laughs> a phrase at all. Work at all. It's uh, do what you can and can what, what you, you do. do. Like package it, bring it to oh, the people. Oh, interesting. I thought, I thought can like can it, throw it away. No, oh, well that would be defeatist. Yeah, <laughs> that's not Maria's way. No, no, she's very positive energy, mm-hmm. isn't mm-hmm. she? And she loves canning. <laughs> <laughs> she's got her own line of tomato sauce. Actually. Oh, you probably got to get a review in on that. Ooh, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> All right, we got to take another break already, believe it or not. That's crazy. Uh, do we? Do we? But true. We got time. Crazy, but true. Uh, Scott Arkman's got to talk about this uh, Michael Bolton I know you, special. You, his. you threw it out there. Jimmy and I sort of know about it, but I don't think. Yeah, uh, I want to tell people knows. about it because it's out. Do you want to talk about in, it? Oh, it's out. Two weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it now or after no, the break? No, let's come back. Yeah. This is what they call Once it. you tease a break, you got to take that break. Mm. And people were worried about when Comedy oh. Bang Bang ended, they were worried about you, but now. You're back on your feet again. <laughs> I have one thing and nothing else. <laughs> That's a Michael Bolton yeah, reference. Michael Bolton. God damn it. Oh, I don't even. When okay. I'm back on my feet again. Is that a song he sings? It may or may not be anywhere near the tune. <laughs> That's not the melody at all. Or Are you sure voice. it's not? Uh, I mean, it's. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm very sure. I'm back on, I'm my, back on my feet again. I think I'm singing a share song, but doing Bolton. Lyrics. I think what we're finding out is it's harder to sing a Michael Bolton melody than you think. Yes, he's good, and he, uh, there's no reason for people should be shitting on him. I'm not sure it's because he's good. It's just hard. I mean, he is good, but that's he's not why good. it's hard. It's hard because it's a very weird voice he has. Very unique. Very... <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. the song. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Scott Ackerman is on Twitter at Scott Ackerman, probably on Instagram under the same name, but uh, I don't really know. I don't use that very often. Sorry. Uh, he was the man uh, behind, one of the people behind uh, Michael Bolton's big sexy Valentine's Day special, which is coming to Netflix on February 7th. Uh, you'll hear him talking about it on this very episode if you haven't already. Uh, sounds really funny and great. A lot of great people involved in it. So uh, definitely check that out on Netflix soon. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Jimmy Pardo and myself will be going to Bloomington, Indiana on the 29th of uh, January. I know you guys know about that one already, so I won't dwell on it. But uh, then we're going to be at Flappers in Burbank on the 13th of February. We're going to be at the Golden Spike Comedy Podcast Festival, Comedy and Podcast Festival in Salt Lake City. That's at Wise Guys on the 10th of March. And on the 11th of March, the next day, uh, it's a matinee show at Helium in Portland, Oregon. Uh, can't wait to see you guys there. And, uh, and meanwhile, Jimmy Pardo's stand-up, he is going to be uh, on the 27th and 28th of January. He's going to be doing a Comedy Attic in Bloomington. And he is uh, hosting a stand-up show at the Riot Fest LA on the 21st of January at the Ace Hotel downtown. So look up the Riot Fest schedule to find out more about that. Also, we uh, haven't really talked about it that much since uh, before the holidays, but uh, I want to remind you guys that uh, Pompous Clown... Jimmy's classic uh, album from 11 years ago is now available on vinyl and it's at astrecords.com so if you uh, haven't experienced that yet you can uh, get it on a 12 inch vinyl with a download uh, drop card inside uh, still one of my favorite albums really funny great stuff lots of but almost all crowd work but uh, super super funny and amazing and uh, it's the Jimmy Pardo that you know and love so check that out um, I think that's everything you can go to nevernotfunny.com and click the tour link to get all, all our live dates jimmypardo.com and click the tour link there for all his dates enjoy hey at a time when everybody's talking politics we are uh, no stranger to that here are we matt no uh, who better than the irreverent and incisive voice of bill maher to cut through that chatter including ours bill and his rotating uh, panel of guests are back for more in season 15 of hbo's award-winning series real time with bill maher maher it rhymes with star that's me editorializing that's not in the copy Following a year of tracking the election, we pick up just as a new president takes office. Now, live Bill Maher hosts guests made up of authors, thinkers, newsmakers, artists, politicians, firebrands, and provocateurs from both sides of the aisle. Join us as they dissect the new and not-so-new people and happenings on Wall Street, Hollywood, and around the world, especially Washington. Watch Real Time with Bill Maher live Fridays at 10 p.m. only on HBO. Also, every week, the conversation continues on Real Time Overtime on YouTube. Matt Belknap, before we say goodbye to this ad copy, uh, read that uh, sentence there and tell me I'm not crazy for not uh, being able to read that. Live, Bill Maher hosts guests made up of authors, thinkers, newsmakers, artists, politicians, firebrands. Give me that back then. Fine. (laughs) Matt Belknap, you have experience with Blue Apron. It's waiting for me at home tonight. Oh, yeah? Actually. Yeah. What are you yeah. going to have tonight, do you think? Uh, I know there was a really good uh, chicken uh, with some some cauliflower, I think. And then there was a pasta dish. Uh, the first the first vegetarian dish I've seen from Blue Apron, but it sounds great. It's a uh, chicken with broccoli. And uh, I know my kids are going to like that because they love... I'm not, I'm not sorry, not chicken. Yeah. I just said it was vegetarian. Vegetarian, the it's, first words out of your mouth is chicken. <laughs> it's pasta. It's like... it's. It's pasta, pasta and broccoli with some broccoli yeah, and sounds and great sauce. Yeah. So the, I know they're going to like that one. That might be first up on deck because uh, that'll be uh, that'll be slightly quicker to cook without the chicken involved, I think. And um, yeah, I, we love it. We love cooking it together. We love eating it together. It brings the whole family together. Uh, and um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, we just were out of town for a few days. And so we I feel like we've just been eating junk as you, <clears> you know <throat> travel through airports and stuff. So I'm. Looking forward to a home-cooked meal. Absolutely. And you gave one example. Uh, some others are the seared pork chops with farro and cranberry chutney. Yeah. 
spaghetti squash and marinara with mushrooms and garlic knots. Spicy shrimp and Korean rice cake with kabaj and furikake. Uh, now, let me tell you more about this company, Blue Apron, that Matt Belknap uses in his very home, and I would too if I wasn't afraid of fire. <laughs> Seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. The beef is raised humanely. Chickens are free range. Vegetarian chickens are also free range. Uh, pork is raised naturally. Regenerative farming practices are used for produce. Blue Apron can be delivered to 99% of the continental U.S. and 995 of food deserts. Because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient required for a recipe, there are uh, they are reducing food waste. Uh, this week's uh, so here's the deal, Matt. Well, let me tell you because I, I finally what I, you got? I, I was sputtering like a moron trying to remember what these dishes were. This is exactly what I'm having. Or one of these two things tonight: honey mustard chicken with roasted winter vegetables, or what I think is going to be the winner in my household uh, when I take a vote: fresh cavatelli and broccoli with roasted carrot and arugula salad. Sounds great, right? Both of those sound fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited. And you can pick, you know, you can actually pick. I don't know if everyone, even even people who use Blue Apron might not know this. If you if they, they say, here's what you're getting this week. If you don't like the sound of one of them, you can go in and pick something different. And there's there's a bunch of different things you can choose from. So I think with this one, I actually chose that because I thought the kids would like it. Well, listen, to speak to what you just said, you could check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. Boom. By going to blueapron.com slash never. That's right. Blueapron.com slash never. You're going to love how good it feels, tastes to create incredibly home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Do not wait. BlueApron.com slash never. BlueApron.com slash never. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Our friend Scott Aukerman is here. Hi, Matt. Hello. Uh, all right. We've got Did you just introduce me? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm finishing going around the horn. I, I snuck Matt in, even though Matt, uh, uh, I'm going to say it, monopolized the top of the show. Yep. I did. Uh, because you're like you, Mr. Monopoly. Hey, he, speaking of monocles. He lives in a fantasy world where he thinks he's oh, part of the Hamilton cast. <laughs> and it is. I mean, I'm not not part of it. You're not in the cast. I, I've performed it. From start to finish. In your car with your children. That does not make you a cast <laughs> member. Matt, all the, all Matt, the world's a, a stage, and I Hang believe on. Shakespeare said that. Elliot's he's, jumping in for He's some the reason. top guy. There's nothing new under the sun. They call him the bard. See, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The immortal bard. <laughs> yes, Elliot. So, Matt, are we not going to do those training sessions we talked about where I was going to give you some stagecraft and all that kind of stuff? Uh, I was really depending on that. Uh, I'm going to pause the bit to shut that down completely. No, I, I'm not. I don't even want to jokingly say that I was ever going to do that with you. That's a no. That's a no-go. What's no that called that. an improv? I'm not an improv. What's that called? Laying on when you lay uh, something at, on a character? They have no interest in going down that path that they have to yes and it. That's a, right. Yeah, what is that called, I, Scott? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's a name for it. It should be called the Elliot. Oh my God! No. What about all the stagecraft and some other long-winded thing that's going to derail your bit? Jesus! I'm like I've asked you before. I ask again. Who in your lifetime told you to get into comedy? <laughs> who did it? Because I want to meet that person and to quote the great Jackie Gleason and punch your mama right in the mouth. I think it's pretty obvious no one told him to get into comedy. <laughs> he made that determination all by himself. Everybody laughs when I'm around. But to be honest, did someone tell you? I mean, no, people said you're funny, but like, did someone say? Yes, everybody said. Everybody you said, said you, you, should you go into must comedy. go into yes, comedy. Of course. Right. Of course. And then. Can't walk around me in this fucking funny without people commenting on it. And then two weeks <laughs> later, they were like, you must quit. Oh, yeah. Because you, what you're doing, doing is bad. Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. You're doing a Paul Reiser impression. Stop yeah. it. Uh, Scott Aukerman is our guest. He's Hi. He, we, we teased before Enough the break. With the Empire stuff. What are you talking about? No, you're going to be on Empire, aren't yes, you? Yes. I'm I, the new cast member of Empire. I missed it. You, and, you got three rooms for the price of two. <laughs> Carpeting. Is, now, I, I know Gabby Sibide is on that. Are you somehow connected to her character? She's I, not on there, is she? She's got about to be on it. I, she's leaving our uh, Billy on the street? I think she'll probably do both. 
She's on Billy on the street? No, she's on, no, the, she's uh, on diff- uh, Difficult People. Difficult People. Oh, okay. The Difficult People. The Difficult People. <laughs> 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 what if that were <laughs> the theme song? I would the love it. Uh, it's the only thing that could make it better. Have I remember when you pitched uh, to Louis that uh, Louis the 14th. Oh, remember that band? Ah, uh, yeah. You were like, hey, your theme song <laughs> should be. Uh, I thought that was good walk on music. It, maybe it's obviously a little on the nose to have mm-hmm. uh, Louis the 14th. Well, it's a little on the nose for him mm-hmm. to be like, Louis. Yeah, it's also. I don't think you're that far off base. And I liked that song. Mm -hmm. I did. Remember that band? That was a good band. What happened to them? Louis the Fourteenth. Yeah, that was a good song. Mm -hmm. I like their air traffic control. That's off their second record. Hmm. I might have missed sophomore release. Mm -hmm. Sophomore, sophomore. Do you miss the old days in the music industry? Every day. Yeah. Every day, friend. Yeah. A lot of hot new bands. You wish you were repping. No. <laughs> I was thinking about that today, though. It, I, I feel like I really have become my father where I don't know anything about the charts. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't I, like it was so important to me in, in the 80s. I needed to know what was in the uh, top 40, top mm-hmm. 100. Now, I couldn't tell you for a thousand dollars. In fact, I refused to. I remember the same thing with the movie charts. Uh, I used to know all of that info. Hold that Leaving, thought. huh? All right. See so we, ya. Let's just take a break. A, se- a, a rare third break. Because what are we doing? We've been that? talking for two minutes. <laughs> I know. And he ran out of here like I was Pat. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we have to leave it in because that's a good joke. Uh, uh, tell you what. Let's you and me talk for a minute. All right. Well, that, why? I mean, he doesn't care about the Michael Bolton thing anyway. Why don't you just tell me what that's about? He doesn't care about it. He doesn't no. want to hear about it. He's well, not a big fan of Bolt. He actually is a big fan of Bolt. We were saying, uh, I think we were telling you, uh, and you didn't want to hear it, that we would love to have him on our show. I'm still, <laughs> you still in that You still don't want to hear it. Okay. Mind space. Then I'll just tell it to the audience. We would love to have Michael Bolton on our podcast. I would love to have him do it. Is he doing, you told me that he does not live anywhere near Los Angeles. No, I, well, I don't, I don't know. I can never get a sense of where he actually lives. Well, I mean, I know where he actually, I know that where he actually lives and it's not la so you don't I, know i know his address yes <laughs> okay you i sent, know his exact you sent him a christmas card i have a tracker on his phone oh wow <laughs> that seems intrusive uh but are so i was gonna ask is he doing comedy bang bang the i movies? don't think so uh i i we're, we're going to uh new york to do some press oh. so uh cool maybe i could set up a recording out there or something i'm mm-hmm. not sure it's one of those things where i hate to bother him with it like hey do you want to do this dumb podcast you're not going to enjoy <laughs> but he's he, he's actually a funny guy right like you did this whole special with yeah him. he's he's a funny guy and and very generous and uh you know likes comedians and mm-hmm. you know did this weird ass fucking special that we made yeah so what is it it's not a stand-up obviously and it's not him singing uh he sings in it but oh, yeah, uh so. yeah it's a variety special mm-hmm. uh it's called uh michael bolton's big sexy valentine's day <laughs> okay and um it's a pretty much like a variety special we have uh, a ton of comedians on it maya rudolph sarah silverman randall park uh fred armison will forte andy samberg casey wilson um nice ton of people on it and uh it's like a fake variety show Mm -hmm. um there's a plot to it that i don't really want to spoil but um it's all about um instead of a christmas special it's a it's a valentine's day special and there's a reason why he's doing it (laughs) and uh yeah, and so people come on and do fake uh, variety acts like Sarah Silverman and Randall Park sing a duet together um, mm-hmm. where they're like a fake married couple singing a you say potato, I say potato type song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's but it's just like kind of insanity. Yeah. It's when we would pitch him 
when we pitched him the plot, what we wanted to do with it, he just said, and why would I do this? Because I'm out of my mind or something? Like, he was justifying why his character would do that. <laughs> right. And that was always him like, so I've, like, gone crazy? Why am I doing this? <laughs> you know? Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. Oh, boy. Uh, Scott Ackerman's with us. We got, did not snip any of that you up. You guys took a break? Nope, nope. we didn't. Nope. We just I heard you say we'd just take a break. Oh, and then I said no. a really funny but joke. He, he made a funny joke about oh, the like mic to, throwing thing. I like and, to laugh. And so we're like, well, let's just keep going. And then I realized, you don't care about this Michael Bolton special. So. I care more than any of his listeners do, I'll tell you that. Well, that's a compliment. Okay. It sounds like an insult, but you it was can not listen. A... You can listen back to that part because he's basically just telling us what it's all about. It sounds great. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's it's very weird, very insane. And, Where's this uh, CISO? No, this is on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And is it a is it a February seventh? It's uh, about an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Eric Andre. Uh, I was just kind of listing all the people off on it and, and talking about how uh, it's it, he's a little out of his element in the sense of when we were. I, I don't think he knew how weird it was going to get. And so several times it would be like, what is happening? Why? <laughs> but he wouldn't Why are, fight John. No, no. He's very generous. Uh, he, he He's, you know, uh, I met him through Akiva Schaffer uh, of the Lonely Island with whom I directed it. And um, uh, I, that was what I was sort of concerned about was. Is he going to be one of those guys who is very protective of his image and very fighting everything? And he was very generous and just was like, whatever you guys want to do, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And and so if you watch the special, and I hope you do, um, you'll see him in the middle of stuff that that he ha- does not know why he's doing it, <laughs> <laughs> which is very fun. That's that's yeah, that sounds perfect. Like yeah. that's exactly what I would want out of a Michael Bolton special. And he sings a lot of songs in it. He sings a lot of songs from his new record, uh, which is uh, a collection of songs from the movies, uh, as well as some of his classic songs. Is it in color? Uh, I, we took three colors. Uh, red, red, blue, and yellow. See, then, and we mixed some of them together occasionally. So there'll be. Things well, like green in there, right? Yellow and blue makes green. I know yeah, that, yeah, yeah, from the yeah. Ziploc commercial, mm-hmm. right? That's that's the only one I know. I also I know, <laughs> right. it, I know it from. Uh, I wish they would make more of those so I would know what. There should have been a other whole different or, line just to educate us all about yeah, what other exactly. things. Well, if you if you pee into a toilet bowl that has uh, that blue, it, it, it turns green a little bit. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. So that's, that's another same, way. Same another principle. Way to, yeah, same mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like if you pee into you know someone's mouth who's just been eating a blue snow cone. Yeah, they're going to spit out the green green foam, and they might get a little green like. Like the Hulk and mad and and, mm-hmm. and you know Hulk mm-hmm. out on you. Yeah, you exactly. That guy mad. No, you don't. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. No, Th- this premieres midnight on the seventh. Is that how that works? At yeah, they do at midnight uh, Pacific time. I think on uh, February seventh. Yeah, so twelve oh one a.m. Pacific mm-hmm. on February seventh, just in time for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll be up forever. You know, so if you don't watch it on the seventh, uh, watch it on the eighth. Can I make it a yearly event, Scott, for Valentine's Day? Of course. Okay. Yeah, just like you watch your favorite Christmas specials at Christmas, Mm -hmm. you're gonna watch Michael Bolton every Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I don't want to give people the the impression that it's only good during Valentine's Day because it's it 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 could air anytime. Yeah, we don't exclusively really hit the Valentine's Day thing. There there is a reason he's doing it, but uh, I don't want to give it away. But yeah, Scott, I got a follow up question. Oh boy, Uh, I have time for two more. Okay, Uh, I have three. As a (laughs) young man. Yeah. Uh, who does not have children. Do you watch Christmas specials? I do. I love Christmas specials, yeah. So uh, uh, occasionally I'll, I'll have a year where it's too busy. Mm-hmm. 
so I'll kind of miss them. This year, I, I missed them all. I watched a little bit of Elf, and that was... Uh, oh, and a Christmas story for the first time in a long time with my parents, so that was fun. Uh, but yeah, do you find them... Uh, this sounds like a leading question, no, first of all. No, I just was curious. Sounds like you're trying to lead me into a trap. I'm not. No trap, sir. No trap. Watch out. He no might puppet. throw a microphone. No puppet. <laughs> no puppet. <laughs> you're the so puppet. some sort of gotcha journalism, Jimmy. I can tell you it's fake. That much I can tell you. What did you watch this year? I don't think we've talked about it. I watched that one. It was on CBS. None of your fucking business. (laughs) Have you seen that one? It's my favorite. That's very festive. It's animated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Uh, Elf. Elf on the Shelf. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are two different thoughts. Right. Does Oliver... When I was a kid... I loved it when the Christmas specials came. Yes. And I would get the TV guide and I would go, oh, this is one I definitely want to see. Oh, no, they made a new one of this. Oh, and there's the Charlie Brown one. I watched that every year. You know, it was, uh, He doesn't like that one because it's sad. He doesn't. Uh, yeah. That's I a, always found that it that depressing, one's a bummer. too. So he, but he likes all the, uh, you know, the Heat Miser and all those guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Frosty, he's going to go on his way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think I ever mentioned thumpity that. Thumpity thump thump. <laughs> I went to, I, we took the kids to the Coda, uh, what is it, the Dolby Theater now. They were doing a oh li- yeah, you a, saw the live Rudolph a live Rudolph thing, which was crazy. An but, adaptation of the animated special. yeah yeah yeah, um, and it the was pretty, Rankin Bash. Yeah, it was pretty good. Honestly, uh, this might tell you the quality level of the whole thing. The the best part was the the abominable snowman because they had like a right. fifteen foot puppet that they like, and it was threw. real reindeer that were actually singing and talking. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, that had to be impressive. Yeah, and that, but that wasn't the best part. It was the puppet. It was still that puppet. Yeah, <laughs> the puppet that was still sense. more impressive. I mean, you but, get over that after about sixty seconds in. You like, yeah, it's oh. like I get it. The reindeer know how to sing. Great, move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, but it was. I mean, the kids loved it. Was it crowded? Um, it was. No, I mean, it was. It was we were bummed we couldn't join you that day. We, I'd love yeah. to join you. Well, yeah, you live that near kind of thing by too, there. I'll, I'll give you a call next year if we do it again. Um, it was it was two thirds full, probably. Uh, there were seats available. It's a big theater. There were That's sixty six percent full. Sixty six point six. I would round that up to sixty seven. Number of beasts. <laughs> it is a human number. Its number yes. is six hundred and sixty six. <laughs> I was. Alone. Do you still listen to metal and stuff like that? I did it. Do you put on a wig to headbang? What did I see? Can I believe? Uh, Do you find that the older you get, you just like listen to something like that and go, oh, I listen God, to Iron Maiden. Uh, I still listen to them. A little bit of Black Sabbath, a little bit of Led Zeppelin. It, mm-hmm. Although those are more hard rock than metal. But Right. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Maiden, I just anytime it comes on now, it's like, and, and Metallica a little bit too. Metallica, no. It's just like, uh, I just can't even, as much as I get it and yeah. in my youth, I understood it and I just can't, I can't deal with it anymore. Well, it's music. You, you, but I like old punk and stuff like that. I'll, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So you can still listen to that. Yeah. I don't know what Which it is, is also, what the difference is between those two, but just the, mm. the kind of aggressive atonality. <laughs> yeah. I never liked Maiden. So I, that's how I felt was a, as kid. a reminder. You didn't like them for what reason? I was scared of them. Yes. <laughs> uh, you thought they were monsters. I was scared of Eddie. You thought they were the bye-bye yeah. man. No, that the weird part is that at one point I loved the, I loved everything about them, but the music, I had a poster of Eddie in my room, but right. I never listened to them because right. I, no, their aesthetic was great. It was so cool. Eddie and their yeah. album covers and everything right, like right, that. Right. I mean, that's like 90% of yeah. why people like Maiden. Yeah, and then when I finally heard them, I was like, oh, this is what Iron Maiden is? This high-pitched, squeaky voice? I hate it. Like, it's good mm-hmm. stuff. Ugh. I just I got all of it on vinyl. I listen to it, and I uh, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've been revisiting Iron Maiden. Have, oh. have you really? Oh, yeah. And do you say, do you say, Oliver, come on in here. This is Iron Maiden. He kind of like, he likes rock. He likes heavy rock. Does he? So, uh, and musicals. He's his dad. 
So he's like Andrew Lloyd Webber. He's like a mini Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> he really is. He's all wrapped into one. He's JC Superstar mm-hmm. and Evita all in one. How old is he now? Lloyd Webber? <laughs> yeah. He's in his 72? <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, nine? Nine. My nine son. years old. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he in, just made his. Uh, he was a uh, guest on uh, the Rumor It Happens podcast. Oh, that's right. I I saw that, and uh, there were no pictures uh, of him. That of is him. correct. Yes, that is correct. Keeping keeping him out of the public eye. Uh, for now, mm-hmm. but but in the public ear. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. if he chooses to, and it sounds like, I mean, did he choose to be on this podcast or what? I it? presented it to him, and he loved the idea, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. Okay, and uh, but it's worked. a little too soon to know whether that's a. Oh, I think I think it's a path. I think we're really, yeah, (laughs) really, Mm -hmm. yes. Three generations. Uh, Yeah, that's true. On Danielle's side, yeah, yeah, and he's in the new Star Trek uh, web series. Oh, really? He plays. uh, I brought this up before. You did mention before, yeah. Wasn't sure what he plays. Chekhov. He plays Chekhov as a kid. Really? As uh, as a boy? Yeah. Yelchin wasn't available. (laughs) How dare you? Wow. How dare you? Too soon, Scott. Too soon. How dare you? Too late. Uh, and also too late. <laughs> I was pinned by a Jeep. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. He's a good guy from out of here. He was a great guy. Yeah. And my father-in-law, was. Uh, they became friends. Really? Yeah, and he was very oh, that sucks. Uh, heartbroken, of course. Yeah. It's a look. The guy would have been my <laughs> one of the one of the most inappropriate and yet hilarious phrases I've ever That's heard. That's how he died. I know, but just you saying he was pinned by a jeep is right. just the world is a grim place. It is. It's really, and, it's, and you, we're all about to be pinned by a jeep yeah. named Donald Jeep Trump. <laughs> you think that's what the J stands for? Oh, you got to give that to uh, Oberman, <laughs> Donald Jeep Trump. Ah. <laughs> uh. It's a, look. It's a depressing time, is it not? Yeah. But that's why we're here. At the that's clouds. why we're here. We tried him. Yeah. Send in the clowns. Right, and Ringling Brothers goes out of business right as right as mm-hmm. we need them the most. Yeah, all the clowns moved to Washington and were, <laughs> were started getting getting jobs. <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> I like that guy a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. yes. Oh yes. I like. I don't mean to make light of uh, uh, a bad situation for what people. we do is but the, you know i mean bad situations happen to everybody and we gotta, what can we do you gotta but laugh. just you gotta laugh you mm-hmm. gotta laugh send gotta in laugh. the clowns don't bother they're, <laughs> <by> the <way. laughs> they're here <laughs> <laughs> did you guys watch the jerry lewis like he did a thing with hollywood reporter i yes. read about it but i couldn't oh, stomach it i saw him live oh. recently oh really what in the past three or four years at the saban at uh, santa family and I hated him so oh, fucking much. He is so he, hateable. He's such an asshole and an asshole to everybody, including uh, my friend was moderating the discussion. And this was one of the biggest days of his life. Idolizes him, loves his book on filmmaking and wanted to talk about filmmaking because he's like, he wrote this. He wrote one of the best books about filmmaking ever written. Mm-hmm. He's obviously going to want to talk about filmmaking. Guess what? He did not want to talk about. Can I guess? Really? Filmmaking? That's it. Got it in one. Um, And he was such a jerk to him. What? And after about three questions, just was like, you know what? Your questions are dumb. I'm just going to, you know what? I'm just going to take questions from the audience. Wow. And shut him down and made the guy sit there the entire time. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? It was so. and And then he was so mean to everyone. And then he. It was so strange. He, at some point. 
he goes, well, you know what? This has been fun, but um, it does remind me of what happened uh, to me uh, a, a couple of days ago. I was in New York and uh, I got on the subway and and then he told this like canned joke about a punk rocker who had a multicolored mohawk. <laughs> oh and then and and he likened him to a bird or something it was like where he was really funny and he he had i forget what the rejoinder was but he's like something about him being a cockatoo or something and he goes good night and he stands up and walks off it was just like how he the he had to bend over so backwards to like you know the contortions he had to get through in order to to tell that what he thought was an appropriate exit line to get off on a laugh it was just it made me so uncomfortable and so I, I saw that video came out, and I was yeah. just like, I don't want to relive this again, although I just did tell the story. But I'm glad that even, you shared it. Uh, even without having had that experience, it was incredibly hard to watch. Like, I started it and stopped it, and then I was like, I, I want to see it through, and I went back the next day. You know what I hated about it, Matt? It was the comments of everybody's blaming the reporter. Ugh. Well, if the reporter was any better... The guy was put back on his heels. Question one. He yeah. was treated like crap. I want you to be a good interviewer after that. It's impossible. He, he was every question was was hesitant and scared because he, he was given no choice. Oh, yeah. and, and no matter what he did, like basically anything he did, the, the only mo that that Lewis ha- had was to to tr- trip him up and 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 basically yeah like, that, that seems like all over. he wants to do nowadays is yeah. just like treat everyone like shit. It's a, I look I love the guy's work. Big fan. Have read, you know, autobiography or not autobiographies, but biographies, and have seen a lot of his movies. And you know, I was so excited to see of this course. this thing live. And you know, even no, and I saw him in Damn Yankees back in nineteen hundred ninety six, I believe, and Whoa. loved it. I thought it was so funny, and I just, you know, I don't know, bummer, bummer. Yeah, you know, but I mean, he's also a hundred. Yeah, if he is, but he was he's, he was such a dick to this guy. Just yes or no. Mm-hmm. And just I mean, no. when it got to the point where it's like, how is you first? When did you first play Las Vegas? Nineteen forty-seven. How has it changed? It hasn't. Oh, but he literally said yeah. that. It's like right. cool. All right. I, I, at that point, I'd be like, all right, I'm out of here. See Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And like they did pull the ripcord not long after that, but yeah. it was amazing how long they. I know, tried. and the shit on that reporter infuriated me. Yeah. Infuriated me. Mm-hmm. A, a better reporter could have handled himself. No. No. I mean, and nope. you read the little thing about like the situation, like they showed up and he was mad about like everything they're putting, setting up lights. And he was like, don't put that there. Don't touch that there. And like everything. This he, is a great Jerry Lewis impression, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, don't put that thought, there. Thought, I'm was, Jerry Lewis. I, I was nailing it, actually. You should know this. <laughs> yeah. You are not a member of the Lewis family. <laughs> what? I know that sometimes when you do an impression or you do something that's similar to what they are, that you then think you're part of that family. You are I, not a member of the Lewis family. You don't know my lineage. I'm gonna be on that. Uh, I'm gonna be on that new. Uh, po- There's another podcast. I was, for a second, I thought it was Near Wolf Show, and I was gonna mention it, and then I realized it's not. So no one's gonna know what I'm talking about. There's a new podcast where they like find out like who people are related to. It's like it's that same thing as that show uh, where they. Uh, I'd like to go on that show. Well, give them a call so I could stop asking my dad if we're Sicilian or Neapolitan. I, I have to. I can't ask one more time in my lifetime <laughs> without my father thinking I've never listened to a word he said. Does he? Do you forget or he? I forget every. I, for, I oh, forget yeah. the second he answers me. Right. I, I go okay, great, and then I try to do one of those. Uh, yeah, connection, Sicilian, mind connection. Uh, I'm a silly comedian. Right, I, right exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that, right. and then I'll get in the car and go. But is that what I remember? So it's not that, and then I'm right. lost again. Yeah. Literally seconds later. Right. Well, what do you like, thin pizza or thicker pizza? I like your thin pizza. Then you're Neapolitan. 
but then my grandmother would make a pan pizza. Do you like ice cream that's vanilla, pan chocolate, pan. and strawberry? That's Neapolitan. Great question. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this. What's coming in? Jesus What's Christ. up? Is this a present? Is this a lasagna? <laughs> lasagna pizza? Happy birthday to you. What is this, Just, just leave it there for now. It's just, what is it? It's packing, packaging. Oh, all I saw was the white part. It looked like styrofoam. Wait a minute. That box on top might be something we were waiting for, Jimmy. Oh, mama. Is that true? Uh, yeah. Double-sided dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Double-sided dildo. Oh, cool. All right. Uh, awesome. Uh, it is our double-sided. How, how, and this is a serious question. I'm ready. If I gave you a million dollars to split, would you, in total privacy, no cameras, just one room about this size with just me, I'm not photographing it, would you both stick a double-sided dildo up your butts and then grind a little bit on it and go, ooh, feels good? You Refresh my memory of what the money is? We each get $500,000. Or you I guess get, we could yeah. split it however we want. He said a million for both of us. A million for both. I, you would get top billing, so maybe I it's like 80-20. Yeah, maybe get a little more. Oh, it's 80-20? <laughs> <laughs> 80-20, maybe 90-10? That was not our arrangement, <laughs> sir. <laughs> uh, I can't speak for Matt, but I'm in. <laughs> uh, no. No? $100,000. And I, and I cannot tell anyone... Well, you just told that you, I mean, now. So you're saying no, but you're nodding your head up and down. So I've. It's been, now that you've said it on the show. We have to do it. Every time people <laughs> see you and they're like, Jimmy and Matt, right? And you're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, oh, that's good. You're not a good actor, so you would ruin this. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it wouldn't I'd be a yeah, secret for long. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Mm. They would think you're being ironic about it. This would, this would backfire on us. Yeah. We can't <laughs> trust you, basically. <laughs> That's the bottom line. A bad actor. That was for humor, of course. Of course. Uh, but of course. Uh, yes. What were we talking <laughs> about when that door? Oh, Jerry Lewis. Yeah. yeah, Jerry Lewis. Anyway, love him. Yeah. Great guy. But you know what time it is, Matt? Oh, boy. I do know what time it is. Okay. Let's tell Scott what time it is. Hey, what time is it? Hang on. Ask, ask again in a second. <laughs> give, give him a nod when he should ask. All right. Um... By the way, Day the Clown Cried. Are you counting to the days to when that's going to be publicly yeah, available? Yeah, I can't wait. I'll, he did bring it up in that thing oh, that I did? talked about. And for the first time ever, I heard humilia, humility out of him. Hmm. And someone said, hey, when is that being released? And he said, never. Um, I did a bad job with it. Um, I'm embarrassed by it. So oh, never. wow. Whoa. Yeah, which is not the... He usually says something to the effect of like, oh, well, we didn't have the rights or we, you know, it's yeah, tied yeah. up and legal or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that was it. That was the the one interesting thing I think. But now it's coming out, right? It, well, it's going to the Library of Congress, and so yeah. And what year? In Twenty years or something? It's going to be, or maybe not even that but long. Don't yeah, we, I don't think. Don't it's we that know long. people that have seen it? Like, hasn't Patton seen at it? This, or no, at this point, there was there was like a little bit of a documentary that came out that's that's on YouTube where you can see like a scene here right. or there and him rehearsing for it and stuff like that. And that's all that anyone's seen. But, what if we see it? And it's but good. Did someone had like didn't Patton yeah, or somebody sure. have the script and they were well, yeah we have the script oh, and, have the script. and uh, I mean Patton organized uh, several read throughs over a ten year period right. that I that I did probably twenty times or something like mm-hmm. that uh, so with uh, I remember the one of the first ones was with Bob and David and Jay Johnson like all the Mister Show people did it and then one of the last ones I remember Fred Willard and Sean Hayes oh, wow. uh, did wow. it and so yeah we, for years and years we were doing it. And then he writes about it in his book about the one time that we got a uh, season to assist and um, 
my recollection of in the book, Patton talks about how he let us all know that we weren't going to be able to do it. So we should maybe we should we still had to put on a show. So let's improvise a show. What he's leaving out, as far as my recollection is, is he did it as we were going on stage. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, hey, what time is it? Extended remix. Ooh, nice. All right, let's play sevens. The new iPhone thing with no jack in, it's it's a bummer, isn't <laughs> I it? I have the dongle thingy, but it's, uh, you know. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. You pay me 500 grand for that dongle. <laughs> All right, Scott, 80s music? Yes. Okay, here we go. You ready? What am I doing? I'm the dirty thing. I'm ready to listen. That's what I'm asking. Yes. Refresh my memory slightly on the rules. It's What's pir- it like? Pyramid. Pyramid. Got it. You got seven seconds to get each one, and then it's on to the next one. Got it. Here we go. Sounds not on. Should be. Uh, I can't read it. So there's a uh, push it. Push it real good. Uh, salt and pepper. Yes, sir. Uh, Leeching or poison. Uh, Brett Michaels. Yes. Uh, what are words for? What, uh, what? Missing persons. Yes. Uh, I'm a uh, uh, bitch Chappelle character uh, uh, Rick James Yes uh, And the, uh, Oh damn it I don't know his song One of the original rappers I can't uh, Curtis Blow No uh, uh, me, My fault uh, 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 miss, uh, miss If You're Nasty uh, uh, J- um, J- Jackson Yes uh, uh, Sultan's a Swing That band Oh uh, Dire Straits Yes The original rapper I fucked it up cool It's Grandmaster Flash I I, I locked up I couldn't think of anything You just said Barry Allen Is the Scarlet Speedster I know I could have But I didn't (laughs) So 21 but I didn't know you were starting, and I also didn't know what category you were doing. That oh, was he said 80s, 80s music. music. Yeah. I missed it. I'm going to do it again because uh, the first one was covered. So here we go. 21's good, though. It's not bad. It's a good score. So, you know what? Sometimes uh, when you die and you're in the military, 21 gun salute. That's <laughs> sure. how good that is. That's how great that is. That's, that's like that's... if you died in the military. That's right. Right there. Yeah. That's exactly what So you should be very was. proud for yeah, this country. I am. Thank you. You've done a service, sir. Here we go. All right, here we go. Scott Ackman. Uh, he wears the sunglasses at night. Corey Hart. Yes. Uh, and the Miami Sun Machine. Uh, Gloria Stefan. Yes. Uh, this gentleman's from the Bay Area. I uh, had an album called Sports. Uh, Huey Lewis. Yes. Uh, Sticks sang this song about uh, Domo Arigato. Uh, Mr. Roboto. Yes, sir. Uh, I Want Candy. Uh, bow Wow Wow. Yes. Uh, Eddie Murphy's big hit. Party All the Time. Yes. Uh, the opposite of no is? Yes. Bam. I'm going to say that's 28. 29. Woo! 29. Ooh, mama. Uh, the only holdup was Huey Lewis because the the actual thing was Huey Lewis and the news, so I couldn't say. You could, yeah. And the news. Oh, okay. But so, I, I was able to say we, it without the news, we got and it, it still counts. Okay. I accepted that, yes. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, That's a good score? That's a great, great score. Really oh, okay. Is that top five? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Top one? Top, no. Ah, What's number one? Thirty six. Chip Pope. Actually, if you're going by scores, yeah, that's usually how you. Well, because there's more. What the fuck are you talking about? Don't throw the mic! Don't throw the mic! That's bolted down now. (laughs) What do you mean if we're going by score? Of course, we're going by scores. Let's go by dick length. Different people have the same score. (laughs) I see. So if you group them, it's 
one, two, th- it's fourth. It's fourth. So what's number one? Chip Pope got 33. 33. How do you score more again? Because I the got them fa- all right. The faster you get. Faster. It. Oh, okay. The only one that tripped us up was that Huey Lewis. Okay, got it. That would, that would have given also, us. Also, if you didn't insist on saying he's from the Bay Area, which I think was a waste of two seconds to say. Uh, well, if you would have said it had an album called Sports, I would have gotten it. But Yes. I, I don't disagree. But when you're, but sometimes when you're, you're trying to think of one around. around. I get it. Exactly. I get it. Although I did come up with Corey Hart. Pretty quick. Yes. We got Corey Hart, Gloria Stefan, and party all the time. And yes, with five points. And I think that's the fastest you could. I think six is. Re- yeah, it's two. Mm. You can't really do it. I, mm-hmm. I actually, weirdly enough, when you said Bay Area, I did immediately think of Huey Lewis. I didn't think of Journey. I didn't. Think I of say thank you. Grateful then. Dead. Mm. I, I went. Well, that's I, I was thinking of Starship. I accept mm-hmm. your apology. That's the city by the bay. Mm-hmm. The city, the city rocks. All right, there we go. Mm-hmm. All right, great job, Scott. Thank you. That's yeah. it. Unless you want it, you want to give? Yeah, I'll give. All um, right. Now, who's getting paid for this situation? <laughs> play you got to say, ooh, I like it. Uh, ooh, I like ooh. it. $500,000. And I'll, all I do is I press on the thing, right? And you tap oh, it when he gets it right. Don't tap it until he answers. Got it. And uh, do you want to do 80s music? We can, or? if you like. Okay, yeah. Ready? Yeah. I'm going to hear big scores, big bucks, no whammies. Uh, uh, girls just want to have fun. City Lopper. Uh, Simon LeBon. Duran Duran. Uh, you've been uh, blank rolled. Uh, Rick Ashley. Uh, uh, had the album Four. Foreigner. Hmm. Uh, she's the Divine Miss M. Bette Miller. Uh, this is a uh, song by the guy who did uh, Rebel Yell. Uh, uh, All about uh, the day you get married. Uh, white Wedding. Uh, and uh, she died in a bathtub. <laughs> Whitney Houston. <laughs> I should have told you. 21. When it's in parentheses, you can say that. Oh, you can say that? Yeah, so you, oh, okay. You, you could have said. Uh, oh, I could have said Billy Idol Billy song. Idol. It would yeah. have. Uh, oh. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's try it again. What was it? 21? Uh, now, I said the album four. That's okay. Foreigner. It's okay? Yeah, because that's. Foreigner is in the. <laughs> but that's a legit uh, okay. clue. Uh, we're not as strict as Dick Clark on All that. right. Here we go. And they don't spell it F-O-U-R-N-er. Correct. True. All right. Let's play again. Here we go. Here we go. I want candy. Bah, bah, bah. Uh, Michael Jackson sang the song about his former lover. Billie Jean. It's not a song. Uh, Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? Culture Club. Uh, Heaven is a Place on Earth. Belinda Carlisle. Uh, sorry, no. Uh, uh, living on a Prayer. Bon Jovi. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, soft rock band, uh, The Sky. Uh, what's in the sky? What are we Clouds. breathing? Clou- uh, air, air supply. Uh, uh, he was a lead singer of uh, Some Like It Hot. Uh, Power Station. Robert Palmer. Uh, Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder sang this duet. Ebony Ivory. Oh, fuck. Man, was what happened? 20. What, what happened in the middle? I know. It was rocking. I, I forgot what Bon Jovi sang. Terrible. Let me you try it one more. You're okay. just pretending to forget what Bon Jovi sang, aren't you? <laughs> to look cool. I'm not a fan. Here we go. <laughs> Ready? not either. And Guess one more time. Out. Okay, here we go. What? You're missing out. <laughs> uh, this is a fast car uh, station. What? A station of... A, uh, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm trying to get REO Speedwagon when I can't remember any of their songs. Oh, oh boy. Man. So you're mad at me? <laughs> I almost threw that at you like you threw a mic. <laughs> By the way, there's a rumor yesterday that Rick Astley was going to play at the inauguration. And uh, and then I, I, I panicked. I have been uh, Googling it and searching and there's nothing. But it's just like a Rick Roll situation. 
But it was a uh, uh, was talk it, radio. They said uh, they he just they just announced Rick Ashley is going to be. And was it like go here for more info? It, it would have been funny <laughs> had they done that. <laughs> uh, no, then they had to spend time explaining to the host of the show what Rick Rolling was. Uh, and um, so, like, I lo- you know I love Rick Ashley. Yeah. I love him. Really, I only oh, know his, the one song. His latest album is my favorite album of the last year. Really? Yes. So Jim, great. Jimmy and I went to see him at the Ace Hotel. I'm so sorry. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Did you I, think you were seeing something else? <laughs> and suddenly I, I, he came he, out. He was dragged. <laughs> well, Jimmy said we were going to the hotel to actually try that double dildo thing. That's why <laughs> I showed no up. money. So I'm yeah. really in on this money thing. And then suddenly I find myself in a theater. I'm like, what's going on? Uh, so I was relieved that we weren't doing the double dildo on stage. Hey, speaking of which, yeah. uh, uh, I'm hosting a show uh, at the, uh, I believe it's at the Ace Hotel this uh, Saturday really? as part of the Riot uh, Comedy oh, Festival. Cool. Oh, great. What's the show? Uh, I'm hosting uh, comics you need to know. No, some one something along those mm. lines. Awesome. Eight thirty on Saturday the twenty first. So go to the Women's March, take a nap, come out after the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Scott, thank you, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to be on every season. Nineteen yep. seasons. Oh, going strong. Can't believe it. Um, always my pleasure. Enjoy cool. hanging out with you guys. Yes. Um, got to see you over the holidays, which was nice. It was very and, nice to uh, be at your home. Yeah, so that was great. I was happy to have you guys. Thank yeah. you so much. We're thrilled. Thank you. And I'm happy to now be in your home. Ah, uh, yes. And we thank you guys for bringing us into your home each and every week. Something mm-hmm. to view twice a week. I'm going have the Pop Close Beach Gary Cockrell from Palms, California. That's Elliot Hopper, the Honcho Map on that, our friends, yeah, Scott Ackerman. My name is Jimmy Part. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. Executive producers Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. When everybody's talking politics, he's talking common sense. Bill Maher and his rotating panel of guests are back for more in Season 15 of HBO's award-winning series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Join Bill and his guests live as they dissect the new and not-so-new people and happenings on Wall Street, Hollywood, around the world, and especially in Washington. Watch Real Time with Bill Maher live Fridays at 10 p.m. only on HBO. Also, every week the conversation continues on Real Time Overtime on YouTube. Gilbert Gottfried here, reminding you that Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast is now on Earwolf. See, Earwolf I don't really know about. Now, werewolves, that I know. If you told me we were going to be on a podcast network run by Maria Ospinskaya and Lon Chaney Jr., then I could get excited. Every week, my co-host Frank Santo Padre and I take a fun look back at the movies, music, and TV shows we love and the performers we grew up watching. People like Dick Van Dyke, Adam West, Bruce Stern, Rich Little, Chevy Chase, Dick Cavett, and Mickey Dolan's just to name a few. 
So check out the show Vanity Fair and L.A. Times called Ripping and Poignant and actor John Amos called The Place Where Celebrities Go to Die. Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast right here on our new home, Earwolf. <laughs>